What is going on? It's Zilda Dive. Today we are back with another episode of Music or Hideout, the show where we hang out with artists, musicians, and entertainers in Waylon Jennings' old basement studio. As always, I am gathered here with co-host Ryan Poole, who I will pass it to to introduce the guest. Well, hey! So now that we're talking about his radio voice, I'm like, I gotta have a radio yeah, voice. You need it, right? <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen out there, tonight our guest is... Oh, God. <clears throat> Podcast canceled. <laughs> Emily Summers. Who uh, last week's show I opened with like calling our guest Zach Ummer. Ummers. Ummers. Yeah, we had an Ummers last oh. week. Yeah. And I realized today, and I was like, isn't it Ummers or Summers? It's close to that. I realized I was looking ahead to her thing and seeing Summers. So I'm not an idiot. We had a well, we had okay. a Ummers coming. Probably not. You're, you prob- You're probably not an idiot. Emily Summers is from Philadelphia, right? Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh. Yes. In my head, they're the same error. thing because I'm not from the Northeast. <laughs> Sorry, that not? was you probably are em- enemies and yeah, no, that's rivals. An unforgivable mistake you just made. So. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm leaving, and you two can have the interview. <laughs> really starting off rough here. Ryan. And she's a singer songwriter. She went to Belmont University, and um, and moved away after uh, a few years here pursuing an artist career, and then got the bug and came back. And I'm sure we're going to get into all of that later. And right now she's working on an EP, a two, a double EP. Yes. Called Evening. Is it Evening and Morning or Morning and Evening? Evening and Morning. Evening and Morning. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the dark's got to come before the dawn. Am I right? That's right. Was that the thought process? That's yeah. Nailed well, it. Yes. <laughs> and she's actually just had a successful Kickstarter to record that, and we'll hear all about where you are in the process. And uh, but before we get mm-hmm. into things, what are we, what are we drinking tonight? We are having Dark and Stormies. Nice. Yes. With the Kraken Black Spice Rum. Yeah, for those who don't know, Dark and Stormy is black rum, ginger beer, and lime. That's it. Like a Moscow mule, but better. And mm-hmm. if you're drinking along at home, tonight we're using <laughs> New segment. Yeah. <laughs> Drink along at home with us, kids. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> at the sound of the chime, take a sip. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And this is how our podcast got banned from (laughs) (laughs) Fever Tree Premium Ginger Beer. Yeah, it's one made with natural flavors, including exotic gingers. Oh my Mm, god! Exotic. (laughs) So we're gonna start today with a song. Uh, What are you gonna be playing for us? I'm gonna be playing a song called "Road to Livingston." Okay. This is uh, gonna be the first single off of my upcoming EP, Evening. So this song will hopefully be coming out within the next month or so. All right. I want to be on the road to Livingston I want to ditch this state I've been living in No, I don't even know what's there But I don't even think I care I just want to go Got a tank full of gas and a radio Forty dollars cash in an older road And by the time I see that sun go down I'll be so far from that broken old town That I once called home Now darling, don't you cry Then I'm leaving All the way tonight On the road to Livingston Now I would bring you along if I thought I could 
keep a piece of this place that I thought was good But I gotta get a brand new start I never meant to break your heart I hope that you know So darling, don't you cry Then I'm leaving you behind Dig deep those roots You've been growing all this time And let me sever mine On the road to Livingston So and so you can't get that song yet, but you can get it when the stuff comes out in. Do you know when yet? Or approximately? Um, I don't have a date okay. yet. Might but be a little early I for do that. have the um, guitar vocal done. And okay. if you really want it, I mean, <laughs> I'll send it to you. So. There you go. Yeah. Hit her up. Currency23 says she thinks you're really good. Oh, thank you so much. The uh, You got to stand back there. Okay, so... We'll kind of start kind of where we always start, which is just simply, how did you get into music? How did I get into music? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, which also, for the people who, uh, who are interested, we'll have a link to the Kickstarter in the description below if you're on YouTube or the podcast. Right, Ryan? Well, the Kickstarter, the Kickstarter <laughs> oh, I, is over. Oh, it's over now. But you are so we'll have a link to... welcome to go see it and watch the video. You can learn yes. a lot about me. But okay, so I guess we'll have if you're watching so we... this, then you will already will. <laughs> Before we jump in um, to how you got into music... Okay. I just wanted to ask about that song. Yeah. Is that song special to you in any way? Is it what is it about? Um that song, that song is I, I actually wrote it from one of my songwriting classes at Belmont. It was a lyric writing class. And we had to go to the Frist Art Museum and just be inspired. That was our prompt. Um, so I went and there was this photography exhibit and I wasn't really feeling anything. Um, and then I came across this one that was called the road to Li- or the road to Livingston, Montana. And it was just a really simple photo of a dusty road stretched out ahead in front of the viewer. Um, really simple. And it spoke to me just because I've always been someone that's really restless and uh, has always felt that desire to just like drive and just keep driving and not have a destination. And so that's kind of what that said to me. And I wrote that song about, um, that song is sort of the fantasy of, of like, if I were to just follow that 
desire and just like drive for no reason and just see where I end up and, or just like pick a destination like Livingston, Montana. Um, so that's what it's about. Um, I wrote it back in 2013. Uh, so it's the oldest song that's going to be on this project. Most of the other ones are, uh, were written more recently, but, um, We'll talk more about the project, but it, sure. uh, a lot of evening and morning is just about my my personal restlessness and my doubts uh, and wrestling through those types of things. So this song really fits well on that project. Yeah, that's awesome. That is um, awesome. Which, by the way, I don't know if you got the stuff. I didn't. To, I'm gonna need ice. a dark and stormy. We got limes. We got rum. We got ginger beer. Yes. All right. <clears throat> when I was in art school, my my degree is in audio production, but. Uh, I went to uh, uh, the Art Institute and had to take some different classes in art. And uh, I went to, they had a really similar thing where we went to a museum and had to like look at contemporary art and get inspired or whatever. And I remember that for me, that was like kind of a, an awakening because previous to that moment, I had been somebody who, I think like a lot of guys, like you think modern art is stupid. You're just like, okay, cool. It's like three you know, concrete structures that look like squares and what the hell Mm -hmm. is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Like, this is dumb. This isn't art. And I went and I ended up having a piece that I connected with in a really unexpected way. And in a really deep, I don't even want to go into it. It's like this like deep, dark way. I have a follow-up question about that. Family. (laughs) Well, it was, it's like a family, family tragedy it connected with. I don't know that that's even what they were going for, but Mm -hmm. it's just the the objects that they use. And some people, they would have looked at it and just been like, oh, what a weird random assortment of objects. But it hit on my thing, and I was like, whoa, modern art. Yeah. Art's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But if you saw that same whatever it was, Uh not in an art-specific place, just out, would you be like, look at that art? Hmm. Wow. Or is it just because of the location? That yeah, you, you were primed you to, yeah. to be thinking about things in a more... Because mm-hmm. if you see a painting on yeah. the side of the road, it's know, still a painting. I could I could hear a modern art defender use those exact words to defend the art, like, because we're showing it. Because of the, I can't remember, the installation mm-hmm. space, we're creating a dichotomy of <laughs> our everyday life and the world of art and saying, pushing the boundary of what is art. Yeah. Well, that, in fact, that's what uh, Dada is. Like, mm. when they had the... the toilet in and they were like they just put a toilet in a museum and they tried to call art and it was like an exploration of what art can be and uh-huh. that was the art was that it wasn't art like it was to get people talking about whether or not this is art exactly mm. yes and it worked yeah no, i'm not i'm not on the, the i'm not on the team of like modern art stupid but i think some modern artists i yeah <laughs> Like, I walk that line. Yeah. yeah. I saw this one piece of modern art. It was um, at, there's there's actually an art museum at Belmont, the, mm-hmm. the Lou Art Gallery. Um, man, like I the hope Louvre, the person. But much more budget edition. <laughs> I hope the person who made this isn't watching this right now. They that would watch be quite every a episode, coincidence. Every single one. But, but there was once I went there um, and there was this piece that was literally, it was just a cinder block on a stool. <laughs> And it you was like a, it was a like thousand no. dollars. I was like, "What? I can make I can this make for make about this for, eight dollars yes. at Home Depot." <laughs> a cinder block on a stool. Yeah. Like, what are you trying? To, I'm actually at a modern art degree. <laughs> so when you, I could make up some ridiculous shit. So when you went that day, you were saying you like you weren't really connecting with anything, but then that one piece spoke to you. Kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Did you have like a 
was that for you like a similar awakening kind of moment where like something spoke to you for the first time or like did you already have an appreciation for art I've always had an appreciation for art yeah there was just that that particular exhibit (laughs) (laughs) Um, that particular like exhibit I just wasn't connecting with as as much until I came across that one Um, I think because it was so simple and because there was so much you could read into it um, Mm -hmm. the other pieces it was like this has a clear message and I don't know if I can write something about this specific message that you're trying to show me right now. But since that yeah. one was so vague, um, and that's I think that's something that's really cool about art is when the, the more vague that it is, uh, the more you can assert your own worldview onto it and mm-hmm. discern what it means to you. So, hmm. mm-hmm. okay. So how do you get the music? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's like such a profound thought for. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I dig it. Yeah, For so. Our ridiculous show. Is that what yeah, our ridiculous show. <laughs> We've gotten deeper than that you're, before. You're getting a little profound early. <laughs> we usually get profound Take after like half a bottle. I'll just have my like half and half dark and stormy. Let's see. I haven't tried it yet. Probably tastes like rum and ginger. It, yeah, that, that's what it tastes like. That's, exactly that's what, what it is. It is. Um, mm. Where are those limes? Mm. Thank you, sir. Okay, so how did I get into music? Well, um, I sang in my church choir when I was a kid. I just kind of have been singing for as long as I can remember. Um, And I started writing poetry when I was a kid as well. I loved doing that. Um, And then when I was about 12 years old, my older brother got a guitar for his birthday. Uh, my dad got it for him. I, I think he was trying to live vicariously through him or sure. something because my brother didn't want this guitar. He wasn't interested in learning how to play. <laughs> well, but my dad was so like, cool. yeah, but it was his it was my older brother's 13th birthday. And my dad was like, we're going to take you to get a guitar. And, and Sean was <laughs> like, OK, so um, we went to this used music store and bought him this like two hundred dollar Alvarez. And um <laughs> He never played it. Like we brought it home and he wasn't interested. So it just sat in his room and literally collected dust. But I always wanted to learn how to play guitar. So, um, but, but even though he didn't play it, he thought it like upped his cool factor or something. I don't know. So he didn't want me to, he didn't want me to take it. I was his little sister. Yeah. So, uh, I would always wait until he was gone and then I would go into his room and steal his guitar and started teaching myself how to play like in secret. And, um, as soon as I did that, I, started turning my poems into songs and I didn't write very much poetry after that because every time I wanted to write it came out as a song sure. so well, which is I mean yeah poetry music songs whatever. right, right? it's yes. all this blends together <laughs> yes okay so did you ever take any like formal lessons or just I did self-taught not. exclusively no, self, self-taught. self-taught oh wow yeah. that's pretty cool Thank so you. when you were learning did you like just hit notes like Google stuff yeah like, what, well, what so the, here's like, what's how do you funny. do that in your own when I very when I first started the guitar was not in the correct tuning, like not even in the ballpark. And so I, I played this little, I just like plucked out this little melody and figured out a couple of chords with the tuning that it was in and wrote this little song. Mm-hmm. And then later I told um, this this guy who was in my praise band at church 
that I was teaching myself how to play guitar and he got really excited and gave me this book of chords and it was that was kind of where I got started mm-hmm. um, learning formally. It was just from that that one little beginner guitar book. And right. so that uh, once I got that book, I learned how to tune the guitar correctly. Okay, and that's important. <laughs> once I tuned it, I couldn't play that song anymore. Oh, I, was, no. I was so sad. But Have you ever gone back and like transposed it to proper tuning now? Figured out how to play it in, in modern tuning? <laughs> no, it was my first song, so it was I'm sure it was not, a hit. It was <laughs> How old were you? How old were you? I was twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. So so you were you were little. Yeah. You're really it's not like this was like two years ago. Yeah. You're like a full adult with resources. <laughs> no, I was twelve and I wrote the song about my best friend in Florida because we had moved back the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Florida for part of my childhood and then we moved up to Pittsburgh. And um, so I wrote that song about my best friend in Florida who I missed. It was really cute. It's about my friend Danielle Gervais. So, Danny, if you're listening, I wrote a song about you once. And she is. <laughs> she related to Ricky? No. Gervais? No. Nope. Oh, yeah. Do you know who that make that connection? I, I do know who that is, but she is not related. No, that's too bad. I didn't think she was. <laughs> Sorry, Danielle. That was just one of my stupid jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As evidenced by the laughter. <laughs> There's a laugh track. They'll hear it on the podcast. There's Perfect. a laugh track. You guys Perfect. just aren't privy to it. We should have a live studio audience. Well, just Leo's like, here. Leo can park up in that bench. I think yeah. Corinne says she's stopping by. Yeah, Leo we'll should come in and uh, sit at the, the drum set and just every time a joke is told, just, just put on. Put a, <laughs> yeah. That could be yeah. her new job. Or we could just give her a mic for out there to laugh into. Perfect. Yes, yeah. a one-person laugh track. That's not yeah. awkward at all. It's just sad. Like. <laughs> and she can give commentary. Commentary I, on the show. I think I hear her laughing actually through the studio walls. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Now we're all just listening for Leah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this gentle laugh into that distance. <laughs> Just say on cold nights you can still hear her cackling <laughs> off in the distance. Is that the ghost of uh, the ghost of Leah? Pass? The ghost of Leah Pass yes. on a cold mm. night. Well, certainly not tonight then. Yeah, dear God. Yes. So in Pittsburgh, I know literally zero about Pittsburgh. Oh, that's a shame. Not even a little. Like I couldn't even point it out on a map. To be fair, mm. I couldn't even point out the state on a map. To be fair, mm. yeah. Eh. Public probably, education. I'll bet you could. I'll bet you could. Think so? Yeah. No. I, you, you, I know the general... hands went to the right spot, depending on where <laughs> yeah. the map is. Yeah. Where the map is. Like, oh, right, right In here. my mind... Oh, it's right here. The map. Okay. This is the map. Florida. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like here. Maine. It's like here. I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? Uh, yeah. That's, that's pretty about good. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know things. <laughs> I have the knowledges. So for everybody uh, at home listening to the podcast, <laughs> jury... I pointed it exactly out on the map first try. Yeah, everybody was blown away. Mm, yes, we, we pulled out a world map and he threw a dart. <laughs> yeah, spun the globe and just right yes. there. Um, so because we're from a place where weather is amazing, which is San Diego, mm. uh, I always wonder, because moving here, the weather is a hot pile of garbage. Like, mm. I just can't. <laughs> I'm just never getting used to it. Is this an improvement over Pittsburgh, or is Pittsburgh like way worse? Oh man, Those were I, the I same have always option. said. <laughs> like, is this better than coin. Pittsburgh, or is Pittsburgh worse? <laughs> yes, like flip a coin. Heads I win, tails tails you lose. Yeah. Yes. Or even better, maybe. <laughs> um, I have always said if I could have summer and fall of Pittsburgh and winter and spring of Nashville, it would be perfect. Uh, really? That makes sense. I okay. love spring in Nashville. I love it so much. But not fall. And it's, and it's so sunny. And like when, it, when it's sunny, it's actually sunny in Nashville. When it's sunny in Pittsburgh, it's like 
it's like it's most it's still mostly cloudy, but the sun oh. just peeks. That's through. how I feel about Nashville. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> really? Well, then, yeah, you've never well, been to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't, not at all. But we're from San Diego. Is the so summer here of, Pitt- like, of Pittsburgh you know? really nice? Yes, summer it's, in Pittsburgh it's is not a beautiful. Swamp. It's beautiful. Like here. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think the Northeast has like good summers generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fall is so beautiful too. Like this they have is better falls this too. is garbage. Because you get way really? more fall colors right now. This is like the most amazing. Fall. This isn't fall. No, this isn't right fall. now. We're not in fall yet. Yeah, I know. No, we are fall. in fall in Pittsburgh. Uh, really? Already? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I think fall is supposed to start sooner. And even in Nashville, I think it has started sooner than this Falls year. In three days. It's weirdly too hot, right? For it, fall right now, it's yeah. summer still. It is summer. It's for definitely three days. summer. It's yeah. taken me uh, many years to come to terms with fall not really starting until November in Ooh, Tennessee. And then it's over like that. And then it's over so fast. Yeah. I hate yeah. it. You're I get really depressed me every not, October. Not <laughs> You're really selling me on moving. <laughs> no, but in the spring, I, I get so happy. I just love all the flowers. And there, There is no spring in Pittsburgh. It's basically just... <laughs> winter and then you get like one week where it's like starting to warm up and that's usually not until the first week of April like March is absolute garbage and then first <laughs> week of April in Pittsburgh it's like oh it's starting to thaw it's like in the 40s 50s and then it just plunges back down so for the like another two weeks in April it snows again right, and it kills winter. all of the blossoms and then spring is just sad oh well, that's yeah. not fun yeah. Uh, Kerensky says she thought it was always sunny in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's Philadelphia. <laughs> That's Philadelphia. <laughs> Practically yeah. the same thing, right? I don't know. I just know no, one's got really good No, it's not the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, How far off are they? Yeah, three, they got, three hours? They can't be maybe? that far They away, are right? like five hours away. How five big hours. is that state? Bigger than you think. Pennsylvania is fairly large compared to the rest of the eastern seaboard of tiny baby states mm-hmm. huh. in Maine. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We talk about geography kind of a weird amount on this show, don't we? Yeah, because... Well, I guess you always ask where people are from, right? I do. Yeah, that's where from. into something. And, and also, and I just he, don't have a lot of reference. He has I've San only Diego's ever lived in San Diego and I've lived here. Uh, and so, I love San Diego. A bu- it's, it's, a bubble, it's a bubble city. It is a bubble. Yeah, Nobody wants sure. to leave, and so no one knows about the outside world. <laughs> yeah, so moving here, I was like, what is this hellscape that I've moved to? <laughs> And so I like hearing that other places are worse, but you really crushed that for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Pittsburgh's kind of nice. I don't. <laughs> well, I'm just not a really, I'm not really a fan of the heat in general. I, I'm, so I'm I, I would take sure. Pittsburgh weather. I don't know. It really is a 50-50. Did you guys know there are people who like Arizona? That's, that's like they think it's good. Yeah. They're wrong. They're yeah. wrong. Have they been there? I've been there. I don't know. It's I don't think great. Arizonans are those people. I've been to Arizona. <laughs> Zonies. Only because I've been to Four Corners. Oh, I've, I've never been to Four Corners. So you've and stepped my, on it. Kind my of. family actually played Four Square on Four Corners. Uh, oh wow! It was fun. You guys was really there a line? Ahead like a lot of trip. people going? No, uh, there there really wasn't. Hmm. It was pretty chill. I guess it's not a huge tourist attraction. <laughs> it's <laughs> more of a, hey, let's go uh, check it out. Yeah. That's really, I like the, who, what, what state won? Oh, Do you remember? Jeez, I don't know. It seems important. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. It seems like you'd remember. Yeah, it, I really Starting should. Starting to doubt the veracity it was of this probably, story. It was probably one of my brothers, and that's why I blocked it out. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Fair <laughs> yeah. yeah. Screw you, Utah. <laughs> 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 uh. But that's cool. Yeah, actually, I, I do want to go to Four Corners. That just yeah, felt very Walter. NPR, the way we all kind of like gave like, <laughs> like <laughs> our very, our little intelligent laughs and then like went to silence. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us how you first Ira? got interested uh, in music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so you learned to play guitar. Yeah. Uh, from, from your stolen guitar. Yes. And Krinsky, if you're watching, Krinsky's my sister. My wife. <laughs> and, uh, and I kind of 
when I heard your story, I was like, this sounds like my sister's alternate life, <laughs> but where she just stole my guitar. Because <laughs> I played guitar, mm. and she would have loved to. She probably sure. did steal it. She just didn't stick with it. She can play it. a few chords. Mm. She can play a few chords. She can play a few chords. Uh, but she doesn't really want guitar. She wants to learn piano. But Yeah, I, I really want to learn piano. You're in a good place for it. Yeah. Nashville, the city of music. Yeah. Or so they say. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I really identify with your older brother in the story, and I'm, like, slightly upset you've stolen my guitar. But anyway, go from there. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Thief. I mean, I it was a good <laughs> – I want to say it was a good six months to a year that I that he didn't know I was regularly teaching myself how to play. And then wow. one good. day he it's just, like – yeah. One day he just came home before I knew he was there, and I was playing a song, and he just, like, walked into the room and was like, I didn't – realize you could play the guitar <laughs> i was like <laughs> yeah and then uh that christmas he gave his guitar for me to me officially oh, that was nice That's like a, a nice good brother, brother. he's yeah. a better brother than i was i probably yeah. would have burned it or something like, <laughs> no. nobody gets it now how about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was very sweet yeah uh-huh. and then actually i bequeathed it to my younger brother he has it now because oh, he wow. wanted to learn how to play. That was a little bit later. Did he learn? In life. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. Nice. But he's in the army now, so he's not playing a whole lot. Hmm. Yeah. That guitar has been really good to your family. Yes, oh. it has. Did the older brother ever learn? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he was the reason why did. it was purchased in the first yeah. place. And that He was just a carrier life, of the dream. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I started bearer. out playing um, saxophone in middle school. Oh, wow. And I was never good at that. You got a that. real upgrade with or, no, the no, no, no. I started out, I was six, <laughs> I got a violin. That was my first instrument. Mm. I got a violin for Christmas when I was six, and I played it for all of three days, and then my mother took it away from me. Enough is enough. <laughs> like, she bought it for me for Christmas, and I remember this so distinctly because it was the fir- when I opened up the violin on Christmas Day, it was the first time that I cried from happiness. And three days later. Like, wow. before then, <laughs> that was- before that, I was always confused as a kid about how somebody would ever cry because they're happy. And then I got that violin, and it made me cry because I was so happy, and I was like, oh, I get it now, and it was just this beautiful <laughs> moment. And I remember it so well and then like three days later I'm sitting on my bed playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on the violin for like the thousandth time <laughs> and my mom comes in and she was like you're done <laughs> wow. could you give us a rendition of what that sounded yeah. like I will not Jerry's got it that's a pretty good just sitting mom. there like somebody stop her yeah. somebody if my you don't mom. do it I'm gonna do it my mom's having PTSD flashbacks yeah. <laughs> wait is your mom watching right now Hold probably on. She probably hi mom straight uh, <laughs> hello Miss Summers <laughs> we're drinking Kool-Aid and Kool-Aid. that is it pay no attention to the cracking on the table <laughs> no one's ever said that before that was the mm. first time that phrase has been used in English you think? You think Pay attention been, to the cracking on the table. You think it's been used in other languages? I think about that oh, all the time. Oh, yeah, German. First time a sentence is Yeah, when I say, like, some weird sentence or combination of words, and I'm like, I wonder if anyone's ever said that before. Probably There's an entire, I don't know if you are an internet person, but... I'm uh, 27 know, years old, I'm an internet person. Do you person. know Reddit? <laughs> yes. Okay, I don't know. You'd be surprised. Some people get no, in here. No, I don't, I don't use the internet. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's a whole Reddit dedicated to that. It's called I like love that. first sentence or like first time sentence ever used or something Do like that. Do they have a Twitter account? Wow. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Everything's got yes. a Twitter account. 
Um, but yeah, the whole do they thing have a TikTok? Because I'm full <laughs> and with it. You're with it. I'm with it. <laughs> wow, I didn't, know, I didn't know you were with it. <laughs> I wish you would have told me. I'm hashtag with it. <laughs> All right. So okay. So you're in Pittsburgh. You've learned how to play guitar. You yes. moved down here for school. Yes. Right? You know, you're doing an awful good job of following the storyline and not distracting us right now. I know, it's, it's Why are the tables turned? I don't know. Maybe I haven't drank <laughs> enough yet. <laughs> anyway, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So you get down here. Hey, guys, I have another topic to talk about. Are you trying to imitate yeah, me? Yeah. I don't sound like that. Doesn't Do he sound, sound like that? that? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like I didn't realize you were imitating him. I thought you were just doing another voice. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. No, it, was, it was just meant to be a mocking voice. Oh, uh, okay. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a good one. Jesus. No. I knew your impressions were shit. So you were in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Boom. I'm back on my game. Yes. I'm leading the Hashtag story. No, we're not in Pittsburgh. We're in Nashville now. She moved down here for school. Gosh. Went to Belmont. Yes. I went to Belmont. How'd you like Belmont? I loved it. You don't have to say that just because I work there. I talk shit about Belmont all the time on this I show. I am capable of talking shit about Belmont in certain to. aspects, but I loved it. I loved That's it. Good. I mean, my the friendships that I made were, I mean, lifelong. And, um, well, it's only been a few years. Just like, yeah. judge me. Fine. Give it just wait again. Let's, let's see. When you come back again, we're like, so how about those friends? You still talk to all of them? Fine. Point but, made. You know, it's kind of funny that Belmont almost gets away with, like, when you talk about Belmont, people are like, yeah, but the people you meet when you get there. Yeah, like, that's, that's everyone's, like, that's what they love. It's almost well, like Belmont I, I is mean, selling the ability for you to meet other people who would want to go to Belmont, and they're the kind of people that you should meet. Mm. Yes, and that's, yeah. The, yeah. But... I mean, the classes were great, too. I mean, I learned a lot there. Um, I started out as a music business major, actually, and... Surprise. Whoa, whoa, music business. The other half and then, um, yeah, but it basically. Is, but for anybody listening to the show that doesn't know Belmont super well or didn't, doesn't like live in Nashville, that is surprising because they don't know anybody who got a music business degree because it's just That's like true. pretty much doesn't exist. Well, they were rated right the number one business school in the U.S. by yeah. Rolling Stone recently, like yeah. a year ago. So like for us in our world, it's like music business, oh, typical. Right. That's true, in but our for bubble. no one yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, literally no one else. Yes, so I started with a music business major and then uh, after my first year, decided I just really wanted to do the songwriting program. I When I went in, I was trying to be more practical. It was like, I'd like to get a job in the music industry and also pursue my own artist career. Um, and also, of course, the knowledge that I would learn about the industry through that major would help me in my artist career. But I was watching these people in the songwriting program and I was really jealous and I was just like, I, I just really want to do that instead. So I switched my major um, and I don't regret it. I mean, I think it's funny, though, when I tell people I have a degree in a bachelor's of arts in songwriting and they're like, oh, how's that working out for you? (laughs) Yeah, they act like you said basket weaving. Right. Literally. (laughs) So so let me ask you a question since you have personal experience in Belmont. Mm -hmm. So I meet with students a lot and they're all wonderful if anybody of them are listening. But sometimes I meet with students, uh-huh. and I go, you're, and they're like in songwriting or a music major, and I'm just like, you're not going to make it. Mm. Like, immediately. Aww. Did you run into a lot of those students in the actual program? Because I could just be harshly program? judging them. Um, honestly, no one comes to mind. Everybody oh, that was... pretty solid? Yeah. And... Uh, I know that like when I was doing the program, it was still fairly new 
I think it was about three or four years old when I entered into the, the songwriting oh, wow. program. Really so it was very new. And they only accepted like like 20 uh, Okay, It might be a little different. I don't, I don't so, know. I know very little about Belmont <clears throat> academics. I just work in financial aid. Yeah. So I don't know so. much about that side. But no, everybody that was that was in my songwriting classes was really talented. I, yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that's good. Except for that one person, Okay, there right? was... I okay. knew it! There had to be at least no, one! No, it's not a person. It was a, it was a class. I forgot about this other class that I took. It was... Uh, I think it was called Fundamentals of Commercial Songwriting, and it wasn't a part of the songwriting program. It was okay. just an extracurricular elective. songwriting class, okay. just an elective. And so that was filled with people who were songwriters but weren't songwriting majors and so couldn't take the songwriting classes. Mm. And that was a really big class, and it was very rudimentary. It was like... This is a rhyme scheme, and this is song form. Things that the mm. songwriting majors just like came in knowing. Like we didn't talk mm. about things like that in the songwriting classes, but uh, in that one class, it was just very basic. And um, there were a lot of people, and there were some in that class that I was like, "Oh, that's cute. <laughs> a good try." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you went there for four or four-ish years. Uh, three and a half. Three. And, oh, yes. damn! So I graduated early. Because I don't see that very often. I work. I see a lot of students. Yeah. That never happens. The songwriting major is pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> I also came in with uh, quite a few credits from high school. That helps. So, yeah. That's good. Now, in the songwriting major, is there like a refrigerator that they put your work on and like <laughs> a series of gold stars they give you <laughs> for completing assignment? Is that the it was is your grading gold stars? <laughs> No. I graduated with the songwriting major with four gold stars. Oh, four gold no. stars? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, with a four gold just... star average. GSA. GSA gold a 4.0 star GSA. <laughs> it was just easy because, like, the, the um, commercial Leah music majors room, by had the way, it so is hard. Love, would love that major. Leah, if you don't know, Leah loves gold stars. <laughs> if you just next time you guys uh, hang out, bring her a gold star and she'll flip. Uh, I'm so excited to do that. It's gonna happen for the podcast yes, listeners. She's cackling, laughing, and clapping in the background. Yeah, we can barely hear her through the wall. <laughs> and for the podcast, Leah is somebody who's helped uh, helping working with Emily oh, yeah. on her Kickstarter yes. and yes. friends. But you guys know mm-hmm. Leah. She's been here. We've talked about her. It's true, but you guys new, them, new people. Yeah, they're like, "Who's this person we keep talking about laughing in the background?" <laughs> yeah, she's watching in the uh, in our viewing room. Ethereal oh, wow. figure. We have, we have a viewing room. That's fancy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know we were so upscale. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Um, so after Belmont, you graduated. Yeah. What did you do? Oh man, this is where shit goes down. Okay. This is um, yeah. So I started working at Cracker Barrel as a waitress, and that was fun. Um, can you sense the sarcasm? <laughs> how many how many people completed the triangle while you worked there? Completed the triangle? The you know, the, the triangle game. Everybody can do that. It's so easy. On the apron? But get the one, the genius level. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know on the table how every yeah, cracker barrel is a triangle? Oh, the triangle, yes. The... I know three different ways of how to, yeah, it's, to it's finish so it. It's so easy, Ryan. I haven't you've seen you get the one. genius you just level. Gotta mem- I've beaten it, but not the genius level. Me- yeah, always. Memorize it. You don't beat it unless you only have one left. Yeah, no. It's, Otherwise, you just lose. There's no genius. Yeah, there, no, it's they, you they win or you it. lose. They yeah. market. They do. They do. Yeah, maybe they, for people who can't figure out how to win. But if, if you, you get, get five, down to two, okay. no, if you get down to two, it says you're pretty smart. 
Which is which really means you're dumb as hell. If you get down to one, it means you're a genius. I think and I've gotten pretty smart, but I haven't You've gotten that one? genius. I don't know. I don't it's go really to Cracker easy. Barrel that often. No, I think if you have three, it means you're just in the plain context dumb. of the story. Going to Cracker <laughs> Barrel goes... means you're at your darkest moment. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> just just for reference, yeah. uh, for those that may not know, it's this triangle peg game where you have to like skip one peg over the other, and then you remove the middle one, and you have to like strategize and get it down to there so that there's only one peg on the board and um, written on that pegboard is a a um, ranking of depending on how many you have left what you are so if you have one left it means you're a genius if you have two left you're pretty smart mm. if you have three you are just plain dumb <laughs> four or more and you are an ignoramus oh, they wow. purposefully Egg. misspell ignoramus yeah. to ignoramus I don't even know how you could have that many but left it, it, it's like the Chinese checkers <laughs> of the south it's so, there's only like what are there 15 pegs like there's I think like there's four. 20 let's see it's one no let's see three. it starts with there's five four three two one yeah. So, nine, I think that's twenty. I think 12, you're right. No, maybe just 15. maybe fifteen. Maybe it's six, five, four. Th- Let's I see, don't five know. plus four is nine. Plus three is this twelve. This when you're plus two is 14, when you're just 15, really yeah. deep in it, enjoying your catfish yeah, five. Uh, meal. I actually get the country cat, fried steak. Catfish fried Obviously. steak. Fully eaten at Crocker Barrel twice. My wife. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that much about it, <laughs> but I do know I beat that game first try. But everybody first, first who moves day. here from somewhere that doesn't have Cracker Barrel. Everywhere instantly. has Cracker Barrel. Nope. Not the West Coast. Not the West Coast. Really? Yeah. yeah. Never had it. I've only ever had it twice and both times in Nashville. They've yeah. Everybody from the it. West Coast is like, we have to try Cracker Barrel. Wow. That's like them coming to San Diego and be like, we got to go to Denny's. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> you don't though. Yeah. They have Denny's in Pennsylvania too. Uh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, am I right, better Ooh. than Waffle House? Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Leah has given her opinion. She yeah. is emphatically agreeing that... Waffle House uh, is the low rent version of Denny's. But there's, there's a certain I don't know. There's something House. about Waffle House. Yeah. But you can go in and spend like three bucks and they'll like yeah. fill your entire table with waffles or some shit. You go in there <laughs> at three in the morning, just. Mm. Yeah, and, they, and you yeah. get like the chocolate chips from the waffles. They dump like mm-hmm. half a bag of chocolate chips just on top of them. <laughs> like, it's not great. But it's like three bucks. Yeah, Denny's is objectively better, but it's apples and oranges. <laughs> I think I prefer Waffle House. There are times when I Waffle want Waffle House, House, and there are times when I want Denny's. Mm. Mm. And both, you're hammered and Correct. just need to find, need to get home, and <laughs> no, you just no. don't want to. Waffle up. House is two in the morning when you're still drunk. Yes. Denny's That's is if you're the hungover. next. Yeah, noon the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're just trying true. to survive. Mm-hmm. But Denny's can fulfill the role of Waffle House and be the late night place too. Only where the, only where Waffle House doesn't exist. That's why we had like punk rock Denny's, right? I don't know. I've never done late night Denny's. That's not a thing I've done. Oh, well, where we're from, Denny's isn't considered a good restaurant. So you go there and (laughs) 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 just so fucking put that everything down about you. (laughs) It's like where we're from, Denny's is considered a basic restaurant. Yeah. What restaurants do y'all have? Chili's, Applebee's, <laughs> all the all the high end, all stuff. the good stuff. Mm. Oh right, there's a southern version of Chili's. Uh, what? Shoot, there's also a Chili's. Leah would know. Dang it. There's uh, a Chili's like two miles from here. Yes, there is. But there's there's southern version. It's something like southern version of. I can't Chili. remember. It's like O'Reilly's or something. That's a uh, that auto parts. But yeah, it's oh, not O'Reilly's. Oh, it's oh, some... O'Reilly's. <laughs> Tonight's episode was sponsored by Hashtag O'Reilly's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We should hit them up for a sponsor. 
That's a that's a what? good jingle. Oh Charlie's. Oh, oh Charlie's. I did eat at Oh Charlie's. It yeah. was not very good. Why Chili's is it the is southern better. version of Chili's? It's just owned by the same people? Well, when I'm okay, when it's I know probably not. I when I moved here, I didn't know that there was a Chili's anywhere. Like I never saw it. Versus back home, like there were people went to Chili's kind of a lot. A lot of my friends did. Yeah, there was there's so, like three Chili's in San Diego, I guess. It's just a common place. Yeah. I, I just never saw one around here and now I know kind of where one is. I've never been to a Chili's here, yeah, weirdly. It's right next to where Korea worked over a thousand oaks. I I thought we didn't have Chili's and then somebody was like, We're going to O Charlie's. It's kinda like Chili's and then I went and I was like, This is kinda like Chili's. It's more like So Applebee's, in my so. head yeah. probably nobody else thinks that. <laughs> but to be fair, Leah knew right away what I was talking about. So oh, maybe well, maybe well, well, she knew though. after yeah. you said O'Reilly's. That's true. That's true. Oh. And That's also true. you've probably told her the story nine oh, times. Oh 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 Charlie's <laughs> They should it's consider not that Chili's. Song. No, yeah. it's not. It's worse than Chili's. I've only been there once to be fair, but it sucked. I don't Sorry, know if O'Charlies. I've ever been to O'Charlie's. It's it's we more like Applebee's. It's, if, if, if you put Applebee's below Chili's, which mm. I do, because mm. objectively it sucks, mm. O'Charlie's is about that same level. I just kind of put them all at the same. Really? I consider Chili's like a fancy Applebee's. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I, I don't want to spend it. Like $8 for a steak, I'll spend like nine fifty. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. we'll, go, we'll go like a little bit better, you know? And then you really want to go big, you go Olive Garden. Oh, Ooh, sure. I said you really bring out the big 20s, you know what I mean? <laughs> the big 20s. What about Outback Steakhouse? Oh, I like Outback. I think Outback's I like actually Outback. good. Yeah. It's like Black Angus. Outback's at that threshold. Yeah, Outback's, everyone can be yeah. okay with Outback. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not bad at all. Anyways, Musical Hideout. Okay. The uh, restaurant, pod, restaurant rating podcast. Restaurant steak. rating podcast. So... <laughs> Uh, you were born in Philadelphia. And Pittsburgh. No, it's going to be born in Philadelphia. Like, how many times do I need to correct this? Your days. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Do you have a similar awesome song? Like Philadelphia? Yeah. Um, Every time I hear Philly, I'm like, yeah. where's Philadelphia <laughs> born and raised? Do you have one? Dang. Do you have a song? Oh, I don't think so. There's got to be one, right? We don't right? need a song. There's so many artists. We are cool mm. enough without a song. What are like this? I don't know anything about slang f- terms for Pittsburgh, like Pits. Chicago's Chi Town. Uh, What's the, Pittsburgh? At? The Berg. The, the Berg. The four one two. The four one two. Yeah. Sounds like there's definitely a stoner who's written a song about <laughs> that. The four one two. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. There's four one two songs for sure. There must be. Well, yes, yes, because the, the 412 has area code has been phased out. So now only special people have the 412 area oh, code. Uh, like if you like if you are a true Pittsburgher, area code elitism. You have an area code 412. <laughs> Name of the episode. I'm very proud of my area code 412. Yes. <laughs> so you have a 412, and you're I never do. changing it. I will never forever. change it. Are there like big stars or famous people or famous bands or artists or? Just give us something so like, we don't um, think it's a town pile of guy to Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa is from Pittsburgh. So he's probably got a song about the Berg. So is Brad Paisley. Right? Brad Paisley probably has oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I almost ran over him once. Oh. On Lower Broadway. Like on purpose? No. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. There he is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it was my Go 21st hell, birthday. I was Ooh. driving. Um, I feel like you shouldn't on... be driving on your 21st well, birthday. Well, I was driving <laughs> to. I was driving to the bar. Okay. With my boyfriend at the time. He didn't pick you up. And you guys aren't together now. No. What a dick. He should have picked you up. It's your 21st uh, birthday. You right. You right. <laughs> um. No, I was driving down Lower Broadway, and I was going to BB King's. Because 
not a huge country music fan, which you may not know from that first song I played. People tell me that it's very country because it has songs, but it's got like, you know, dusty rural road. Things. And, yeah, it has rural type also on your, but, I listened to a couple songs from your other album on the way over here. Oh, yeah. And they had like country instruments, they had like mandolin, right? And violin. Yes. Yeah. So I have a string player who plays violin and mandolin, but... Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting off track. As we do. I almost ran over Brad Paisley on yes. my 21st birthday. I was. Wow, yeah. you're really good at this show. Yeah, stop, take, stop bringing us back to my music career. I want to talk about this anecdote. We're, we're, sort, of a ga- we're sort of a game. And the first, uh, yeah, you're like, we're, you're. That you have to, you have to like try to win, and you're you're doing a great job. You're like, wait a minute, Thank you. I was saying something important. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank so, you. So twenty first birthday. So twenty first birthday. I'm driving down. You know, the I remember Lower when Broadway. I turned twenty one. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was expecting that. I'm ready for you. Twenty um, first birthday. I was driving down Lower Broadway, and um, yeah, I saw Brad Paisley just like jaywalking. He was jaywalking. He walked in front of my car. He had his like white cowboy hat signature thing and everything. He was like on purpose in in Lower Broadway looking like Brad Paisley. Like you know he went out cuz he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, He was just feeling I'm gonna low go about himself. Be I'm Brad be Paisley in, in Lower Broadway. Yes. And I almost ran him over and then I tweeted at him and he didn't respond. Oh. You heard it here first. Brad Paisley endorses jaywalking. <laughs> He's all for it. Anarchist. Um, okay. What? But it's fine. Brad and I have a mutual friend. Oh, yeah? Yes. Lance Van Dyke. Lance, He's my producer. Lance Van Dyke. He manages the Castle Studios. He's head, head engineer and manager of the Castle Studios in Franklin. He uh, does a lot for Brad and his studio. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I am, I am one degree of separation away from a lot of famous people because yeah, of Lance. Because of Lance. <laughs> yes. Lance used to rent that room for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Did you know that? I did know that. He's my B-room guy. Also, with Chris, you've probably met Chris Rizvosky. Rizvosky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Uh, Lance's roommate. Yeah, he's been on the show. Yeah. Chris yeah. is awesome. Chris has been on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Oh, and on our schedule is Chris's artist. Oh, shoot. I forgot her name right now. Sorry to Chris. But anyway. Wow. One of Chris's later. artists okay. is coming on the show like next month, I think. Anyway. Cool. Something like that. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I, I, I know Lance as well. We all yeah. know. And that's... Well, that's not how we got connected. Or maybe it is. No, it is. Did yes. Lance introduce so you to Lance Leah? So Lance is the one who connected me with Leah, and oh. then Leah connected me with y'all. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm responsible for that because I met Lance first before Leah. <laughs> I met Lance because he was roommates with my friend John, and he worked at the castle. Yeah. yeah. Leah's probably going to, like, in the other room wishing she could correct me. Like, no, I knew Lance <laughs> first. But she's not here, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, You're here today. I wonder if someone went through and listened to all of our episodes, uh-huh. they could create like this social map of singer-songwriters in Nashville. Because we you have like could. this there's, discussion every episode. Yeah, There's oh, someone you know, out there who is that committed. <laughs> who's that into it? Yes. We need that person. I would love to see this map. Super fan. Yeah. You'd make some weird. really interesting With Alexander Ren right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is like now you do know of Alexander Ren through us. Now I know Alexander Ren. Like, oh, Even right. though you didn't, you do now. now and you'll I go do. listen to his episode yep. and you'll learn about Spongebob and... I Everyone knows Alexander Wren, and that's the theory of Nashville. That should be the that's Nashville the, game, like three seven steps degrees to uh, Alexander, Alexander Wren. Seriously, yeah. there really could be a Nashville degrees of separation game. Mm-hmm. Everyone is yeah. talking about how they know these people through this person. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm connected to Brad Paisley. Oh my! <laughs> Wait, but not yeah. through you, through Lance. I, I'm claiming the Lance. Yeah, degree. you can claim Lance. I'm one, that. Yep, yep, yep. one closer. Oh, and by the way, for anybody who cares, 
I have a, a Kevin Bacon meter. Oh my! You of know two. How many times he brought up oh, the Kevin on the Bacon show? Meter. On the show, few, not many. A few. A few I have okay. a two. I was in a shitty movie that never got released with a famous actress who was in an actual movie with Kevin Bacon. That's amazing. So mm-hmm. I've got a two. That means that you both get a three. Yes. You know me. Yeah. Three away from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> You're three from Bacon. Yeah, and it's really. And I've been. I've been in. Wait, I might actually be less than that. I was in oh, Perks whoa. of Being a Wallflower. Whoa, you were in Perks of Being a Wallflower. I was. That's cool. You can't be I less think, unless was he in my it. Wife loves that I don't know. Well, if not he was less. In I might be able to you. If if Emma Watson or Logan Lerman <laughs> or Ezra Miller. You probably have a two. That was a big movie. You'll likely be a two. You're probably shared two with me. I probably didn't give you that's, my three stars. You're probably two. We're both twos. Mm. Jury's the only three in the room. First of all, I'm a <laughs> yeah. two. Because uh, you can't because be, no, you're I, not. Yes, I was. How? But first How? of all, Foxhound said he re- I remind him of Samuel Tarley. <laughs> which I've never gotten before. So thank you, Foxhound. I, I see it. I see it in the... Do you, are you Game of Thrones I don't know. at all? Oh, I've only watched the first season. Okay. Jerry, uh, talk in the, in the accent. I can't like, do accents, you know. I'm, I'm, wait, I'm sorry, Mr. Snow. Oh, 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 do that. Is that your accent? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I've, dude, I'm not I doing that. Seen... Sorry, Fox. <laughs> yeah, you do. You are the same as Harley in Nashville. If I've only seen season one, do I know this character? Yeah. I don't know. He's, was he in one? Yeah. He's oh, wait. The, the, yes, it's yes. The wall, friend of the coward. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Thanks, Foxhound. You're calling me a coward. <laughs> <laughs> he's the true hero of the yeah, story. That's, you're, that's a you're a maester, Jerry. You're a maester. That totally threw me off. I had a whole nother thought. I saw that and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying oh, that another. you're a 2 2. Bullshit. Yeah, because, uh, first of all, I don't even know if it counts at all because that movie was never released. But they use. It counts according to IMDb. But I was in that movie playing guitar audibly because they used the song from the band we this, were in. And so technically, you've never I'm even in that claimed movie. this before. Right. You're just now trying. Your guitar part was in that movie. <laughs> it's a little tenuous. You oh, are in the I movie. would claim it. I That's mean, why I can claim it. IMDb doesn't show that, but anyway. I, does IMDb even exist for the movie? Scene? It does. Oh. IMDb is, man, it's the source of Kevin Bacon information. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, yes. everyone knows that. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, you were 21. You're trying to run down Brad Paisley for some reason. Yeah. See how yeah. he did that? You didn't even notice. You didn't even notice. <laughs> no, wow. that was the end of the story. Yeah, she almost I was went. done. I was done. That or was else it. I would have gotten it? us back on track. Yeah. Okay. What did you want okay. to do? No, okay. I just wanted okay. to, I wanted to give the... Right, um, Brad I won't put that on our side. It's no. still on your side. The punchline is that he was jaywalking. I tweeted at him, told him I almost ran him over, and he didn't respond. Mm. That's the end of the story. Oh. It well, doesn't get better. We need a better punchline, and I think we might provide one because we're putting this out live into the internet. A cease and desist letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> From his lawyer. Oh, Brad does gosh. not endorse jaywalking. I get a defamation <laughs> claim. <laughs> yeah. It'll be great. Yeah, that, that, this would be a great story. You're like, and then years later. You're like, so I almost said him. I tweeted him. He never responded. But years later, I went on this podcast, and I talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got this letter in the mail of a cease and desist. And then, I don't know, it goes on from there. I mean, that might be okay, but That's I kind of want to see as long as he gets a ticket for jaywalking. You long go into court short, and I'm he bankrupt. actually shows up. Please yeah. give me money. <laughs> yes. So we should play a song, another song. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. do it. Oh, man. I'm, I'm trying to keep on track. See, okay, I'm well, on it today. Well, here's the thing. My other two songs that I have planned for tonight are... A little bit more introspective, more That's heavy. Fine. That's okay. fine. So we're gonna move into a more serious realm. That's fine. That. Okay, so do you want We wanna, can make anything wanna, serious if we need to. Let's see. That's all right. true. We're all right, all right, all right. Do you wanna Sh- like story intro into it? Um 
Did you have a plan? Or we can talk about it after. Should we get to your plan? Or we could just say, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I don't really have a plan. No, I'm here to talk about it. Okay. Um, how about you pick which song you want to hear? The best based one. Based on the title. Wait, the second best one. Based on the title? Because we're leading up to the best one. Okay. Okay, all right, all right. I'll play a song called Fault Line. Fault Line. Yes. Fault Line. Mm, like the San Andreas Fault. Correct. <laughs> okay, so and th- is this one also going to be on those EPs, or is it already? Yes, okay. uh, yeah, all, all, all of these the songs coming, I'm playing tonight will be on these okay. EPs. That last one I played, Road to Livingston, is going to be coming out soon. Hi, That's going to be my first single off of the Evening EP. Do you know Bexum? That's my mom. Well, hey, mom. She says hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this one is also on the Evening EP. And then the next one I'm going to play later on is called How Long. That will be on Morning, which will be released in the spring. Okay. Yes. All right. troubled soul I come and I go I take and I stole my wisdom away to feel like I know anything and I've got the vaguest of notions I'm feeling a quake in the oceans they're sensing my shaking devotion to what I claim to know and I'm just a tree on a fault line bent by the breeze and these faults of mine so I fall to the sea to the salty brine and oh down I go Can I keep everything restless and free? But I've got the vaguest of notions. I'm feeling a quake in the oceans. They're sensing my shaking devotion to what I claim to know. And I'm just a tree on a fault line. Faults of mine, so I fall to the sea, to the salty brine, and oh, down I go. Slowly I crumble. Through cracks in foundations not built For what's rippling out And quickly I tumble 
To find my salvation's made peace With this crippling doubt And I've got the vaguest of notions I'm feeling a quake in the oceans And I'm just a tree on a fault line Looking to find what's below And down I go We're back. <clears throat> so that was Fault Line. Yes. Fault Line or Fault Lines? Fault line. sure get it right. Singular. Singular. Okay. Fault Line. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though you can't get that song yet online, where can people find you? Instagrams, Facebooks, Twitters, yes. Spotify's. Yeah. Emily Summers Music on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then on Spotify, just Emily Summers. Okay. Yeah. So make sure to check it out. And if you're watching on YouTube, those links will be in the description below. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, they should be in the podcast description. Uh, so check that out. Um, yeah. BBQ256, that's going on, BBQ, says, with many hearts, amazing. Thank you, BBQ. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Ryan. He speaks with many hearts. Many, many <laughs> hearts. Um, Purple so hearts. We, uh, we left off at you ran over Brad Paisley. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think it was a defense mechanism because you asked me about um, after Belmont. And then I was like, oh, that's when I stuff started happening. <laughs> and then you played a song. Is it because you hate country music? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was unintentional, okay? <laughs> now, what was the sad introspective song about? Okay, here we go. So... We have after, more liquor if you need. After college, I will most certainly. After college, um, I got really discouraged. Um, I released an album called Not Nearly Home. Um, it is on Spotify. You can find it there. Or you actually on currently CD have, a, you have a whole album on Spotify. Yes, right now. that's the one. Yeah. Not Nearly Home. Um, it's got an. It's an orange cover with like a willow tree, artistic depiction of a willow tree. But um, yeah, so I released that album in April of 2014, and it was, I was really proud of it, um, but I, it didn't really go anywhere just because I never knew, I, I was just never really good at self-promotion, at marketing. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, those things are just like essential to having a career in the music industry. So, sure. um, <laughs> Especially now, I right? just, yeah, I wasn't seeing any progress with it and um I got really discouraged, and then I got this job offer to go back up to Pittsburgh and lead worship for a church. And they were like, yeah, we'll pay you, like, a salary. And I was like, Ooh. cool, I have student That's loans. That's a lot coming from a church. <laughs> Salah, what? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I 
was able to move back in with my mom and pay, in chat right pay now? off some of my my. What up, Miss Summers? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, We're like your bad influence friends, aren't we? Your yeah. mom's like, like I, drink, <laughs> I really <laughs> wish you'd stop hanging daughter. out with those boys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Mom, it was just a show I did one time. I don't hang out with them. She's like, I just wish you'd hang out with better people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about this guy, Greg? He seems nice. <laughs> you're like, Greg's an insurance salesman. <laughs> you're married. I am married. Your husband's name is Chad, right? That's correct. Yeah. You're like, I'm married to Chad. And you're like, but Greg's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what like religion your family is. I'm like, but Greg's Catholic. He's a good Catholic man. You know? you're like, I'm married to Chad. Uh, just, just hang out with Chad a little bit. No, Sorry, my, I'm, my like, mom loves typecasting Chad. Typecasting you at some weird movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a show I've seen. I'm sure it's maybe vaguely based on Miss Maisel. Do you watch Miss Maisel? I do. It's, yeah. it's so good. Show, it's so it? good. Well, I was a Gilmore Girls. I- I'm like a diehard Gilmore Girls fan. I found out fan. recently it's the same creators. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. I've heard so. Gilmore Girls is great, but I've never seen it. It was so good. I've heard it's amazing, actually. Like, it no is joke. amazing. You see like, how good we dudes. are with the sidetracking? Yeah. Know, you didn't even notice. I love it. Because you're like, oh, Gilmore Girls? Yes. <laughs> no, I watched it when it was on the air. My my best friend in high school, Jesse Blythe, we used to um, watch it together on the phone. Or we would watch it, and then we'd call each other during the commercial breaks and nice. like talk about, like, oh, can you believe that just happened? You know? <laughs> uh, like, while it was airing. Coming back, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Yeah, Lorelai and Rory. Rory. We would call from like the home phone. I would watch it in my mom and dad's bedroom because they were watching something else downstairs. And so I would watch it in, at, on their TV and like call from the home phone that was sitting the, next to the bed. I'm sorry, the what? The home phone. The that. landline. Is that like a cell phone Whoa. you guys kept at home? Or? Yeah. yeah the, the bonus no. cell phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my home phone number 412-835-6221 you can call my mom is that still your phone number it's you yeah that's an, your home phone number on the internet that's an uh-huh. example of something idea. we might edit out <laughs> don't no but don't edit it out don't edit it out I want to call, call Miss Summers mom. right everyone, now. Everyone call your mom. Everyone call your mom. Everybody. Go, go, go. Can we get her on the show? We could. <laughs> she would love it. She would love that. She said no. <laughs> Internet, please While you're call Becca. Uh, what's her address, social security number, date of birth? <laughs> so we're just going to give yes. away her entire identity. Everyone get out a legal pad and please write this Emily's down. Right now. No. Um, what was I actually saying? Gilmore Girls. Yes. So I was an OG Gilmore Girls fan, and then... When Marvelous Mrs. Maisel came out, I was like, "Okay, it's so good. Gotta watch this because it's the same people." Yeah, so. it blew me away. I, I, I didn't. It was, I just didn't expect an Amazon Prime original to be that good. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But anyways, so we can yeah. r- roll we saying? it back oh, to your the song. song. The song, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. The song. You were at church, gonna give you a salary. Yes. And you live with your mom. So I moved back to Pittsburgh. Who I, doesn't like Chad? That's right. That's I right. really didn't want to leave Nashville. So this was like, and and getting that job offer and moving all happened within two weeks. It was a, just a big, unexpected life change. Um, and started working for that church. I was there for two and a half years. And um, I guess... While I was there is when I started just having a lot of spiritual doubts and um, was in a place where I didn't feel like I could be honest about them Um, because I was a leader, you know, I was a leader in the church and that church was very, I don't want to talk badly about that church because it's it's a great church, but it was very structured. It was very like you get up at a very specific 
you know, church starts at 5 p.m. on Saturday night and then at 11 a.m. on Sunday morning and there's like a countdown. And so like mm-hmm. you're there at 11 a.m. on the dot Do they start on Sunday on morning. Time? Oh, yeah. Like there's a countdown. So um, that's a miracle in and of itself. (laughs) But it was very structured. It was like things got to stay within an hour. If it goes to like an hour ten, then maybe that's okay. But like it can't go super long Mm. because people will get bored. Let me me guess the structure. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah, you have a. Foxtown wants to know if religion's a very big thing in Nashville. Well, South. Yes, so in, in the, yes. it's in the Bible, it's in the Bible Belt, Foxhound. I don't know if you're from the U.S., but <laughs> but if you are, I just met Foxhound the other day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you are, you know what the Bible Belt is. It's uh, yes, religion is very, very large, central. Yes. In, yeah. yeah, it's usually not central on our show, but sometimes it is because sometimes it's a part yeah, of yeah, people's yeah. story. Nashville is a very weird little bubble, though. Mm-hmm. Nashville is very different. Yes, because it's like this. This was in Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. This, this was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yes, the so, church yeah, yeah. was in Pittsburgh. But you okay. said you had to get so structure guess. guess. Let me let me <clears throat> let me structure guess. Yes, go for it. Okay, I'm certain you will be at least ninety percent correct. Okay, so <laughs> it's a there's a countdown. Mm-hmm. From, starts at eleven. Mm-hmm. But is the countdown five minutes? The countdown starts at ten fifty five, right? And then it begins at eleven. Yes, there was yeah. a five minute countdown. Five yes. minute countdown. Yeah. Okay. Classy. Classic. Obviously. Classic. They're playing upbeat worship music in the background of the countdown. Am I right? <laughs> of course. Uh, yes. Okay. And then one song, person comes up and greets people and says, hey, everybody, it's great. Oh, but they don't have Southern accents because you're in Pittsburgh. Correct. Actually, what, what were they Pittsburgh that upbeat? Like? Because the one time I went to Pittsburgh, people were kind of like. Sad. Yeah. Pittsburgh's a little the, emo. I went in the winter. Mm. Yeah. are a little punk. I went in the winter. But anyway, yeah. uh, <clears throat> maybe that's why. Oh, cool, Fox. So there, after one song, a person came up and greeted everybody. Yes or no? Actually, we usually did the greeting before the song. Okay. Oh, before oh, wow. the song. Yes. Before it took, wow. Okay. It would, but it would be like just a sh- real quick like greeting lead into the song. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, we're getting ready to worship our creator today. Yeah, let's get on our feet. Yeah. <laughs> let's get on our feet. Get your, your clappers ready. And, and oh, then we God. went into three songs. If you already had the three, thing. that's it. Three. Somebody comes up at that point. Am I right? It either like, it's three it's like and a five. It's either five. No, 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 no. It's a three and done, or a three and person, and then one. It was a three and then a prayer and then one. I see. Wow. But the prayer wow. was, but the prayer was me. So it wasn't ever okay. somebody coming yeah, yeah. Okay. up. It uh-huh. was just like worship leader does a quick intro, then three songs, then a four. prayer, and then another song. Oh, yeah. That's so short. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it went... Okay, so go on okay. from there. Yes. Okay. Well, so we're well, done. We go straight into announcements. Obviously. Video. Mm, video no? announcements. No. Nope. Did you have video announcements? No. Wow, that's a real... Your church needed... They, Step up their game. Did, <laughs> they not, did they not have the budget, or were they just, like, didn't yeah, have, they have the Yeah, they didn't have a guy with a laptop, like... <laughs> no, they just... They just did they have a person do announcements? Yeah. Like with their mouth words? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't understand. I haven't seen that since the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right after worship, person comes up and does announcements, right? No. 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 What are we were missing? at the end. When, are you forgetting the, the no, because you tied the announcements. Announcements at the end? Yes. I've never That's seen this done. That's not anything. <laughs> That's when everybody's walking out. What, so what happened after the the, the fourth and yeah, final so song? Yeah, so fourth song, and then it was the offering, which was always like, okay. and during the offering, it was a special song. 
So yeah, the, spe- the special oh. offering song. Got the yes. fourth song was the offering song. The fifth one. The fifth one. Oh, so you had a fifth song and offering song. The people sit oh, for five. that one. Call right. Five. Yes. People call sit five. and they you just like call five. pay attention to it. You know, that was meant to be more of not like a congregational worship song. So don't like, sing. Listen. Right. And give. Yeah. Okay, that was where we could get like creative. <laughs> I said that was and... more vitriol than I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I've given money to churches many a time. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. So it was the offering and then, um, then the sermon. And then we'd get up at the sermon, end of the sermon. On. Sermon's goal length was 40 minutes. No. Less or more? Less. Yeah, see, it seems a oh, little long. 35? I feel like, like 35 is the standard, right? I've never heard a pastor 30, talk 35. less than 40 minutes. 30 you ever to heard 35. Pastor? We're talking goal length. Yeah. But, goal but length. did they do their goal? Depends Most on of the time, yeah. Sure yes. sounds like they're on. Yeah. Okay. No, they were, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, did the pastor this wear... This is a weird game we've never played pa- before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, guess the church set up. <laughs> did your pastor wear glasses they didn't need to wear? No. It's not a hipster church. Right. Well, it was kind of both. Okay. So mm-hmm. I had I, mm-hmm. I was brought on actually to lead worship for one of their new satellite campus, and uh-huh. but I ended up leading worship for the Saturday night service at the main campus. Is it non-denominational? Yes. Well, no, 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 no. It was United Methodist, but you it was kind of. Okay. It was United Methodist, but it really functioned well, like a non-denominational changes, no, church. I'm, I'm not. That was a clarifying question, not okay. a guess. Okay. okay. If yeah. it's not non-denominational, then that really throws off my guess. I've never been to a church that had a denomination. Oh, really? And I know that and then there's a very different thing because you're mm-hmm. dealing with organizations that have multi-hundred-year-long histories. Yeah. So there's but a you lot. Were the, you, you were like the, like, we're going to appeal to younger people. Yeah. New satellite cool yes, thing. that's correct. So there was the mother church that was a little more traditional, but you yeah. had the younger church. Yeah. Now, when well, we watched your video, I did guess, is your is your pastor about 45? He's probably in his 50s now. I, I don't know. Back oh, gosh. Then. I'm so sorry, Chris, if I'm wrong, if you're watching this. Yeah, it's just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I was guessing a 45. I was guessing 45. I think he's a little older than that. Like okay. old enough that okay. it's respectable, but young enough that he's a young pastor? Okay. Yeah. Is that what you mean? He's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do we have any more guesses? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So it was 35 <laughs> minutes, and then there was like... Yeah, and then there was a, an There was two songs at the end and announcements. Just one song at the end. One Just song. one. Right, Just one to, to like tie shit. in uh, the sermon, uh-huh. you know. Nice, like, put a period on it with a sermon. Put a period. And then, period with a song. Or with a song, yeah. And then, uh, and then it was just announcements <laughs> and a prayer and then out. Mm. So Anyway, so your whole anyway, point was your church is like super structured. My church was very structured. And so I didn't feel like... And it, and it was very, it was a pretty big church too. And it was just like everything had to be done a certain way. And I, I just didn't feel like I was free to openly express the doubts that I was having. Um, you know, there were, there were things yeah. about that church specifically about their theology that I disagreed with. And I didn't, I didn't feel like I was in a place to question it, um, because I do respect other people's theology. I, I, you know, I have my own, but I, and this is getting into that song I just played. Um, I, nice. I hold well every. One more point on your board. Yeah. yeah. You I hold every belief that I have, you know, the imagery that I think of is that I, I hold them in my hand with an open hand. Like I hold my beliefs loosely. Like yeah. I hold my beliefs loosely because, <laughs> you know, who are we to know anything about? the universe and God like hold on uh, loosely yes but don't let go yeah 
Uh. <laughs> it's fun having Lee in the other room. Yeah, you hear these yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But um, but anyway, yeah. So I like you know that's I a had song, these. Right? I did not know that was You're a song. You're too young. Mm, sorry, we're not much older than you. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how young do you think she is? I don't know. It's from the '80s. Like it's like I wasn't yeah, there it wasn't for it, then. but it it existed. 38 mm. special. Hold on, loosely. I've starting to go. Your mom knows it for okay. sure. Okay, yeah. all right. I've I've noticed that a lot of guests we have we are wise. often way off on how old they are. Oftentimes right. oh. we're like, "You're about our age," and they're like, "Well, thank you," and they're like, seventy or something." <laughs> <laughs> but she, you said you're twenty-seven. Yes, 27. we're thirty-two. One. All right. Cool. We're thirty-two. I'm thirty-one. We're thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> he is next month. Two months. Two months. November. Anyway. So I'm the same age as y'all. That's within. Four years. Generational. Five years. It's within we the same a few more 80 songs than you do. That's it. Yes. That's your that's mom's all it is. can't believe you don't know that song. <laughs> you just let your mom down it. tonight on this show. I knew it. I know. She's singing along at home right now. Me <laughs> and your mom are on the same wavelength. We're Here's like the thing my mom knows all of the 80s all songs the 80s. because yeah, my dad was a radio DJ, a hit radio Shut DJ up. in the 80s. What? Yes. Your dad's awesome. Why didn't you lead with yes. this? Yeah, you should start with that. Can we? Yeah. yeah. We should have introduced you as like daughter of hit radio <laughs> DJ. Yeah. Wayne Summers. DJ Summers. I was. My, so okay, so uh, we're sidetracking. Yeah. We're sidetracking. We're going with As it. As we do. So my mom and <laughs> we'll point on our side. <laughs> my mom and dad met, and mom, correct me in the comments here if I'm wrong about this story. But I love to tell people this story. So when my parents met, uh, my mom was a cocktail waitress in this bar. Tell me your mom won two free and tickets to Zeppelin from your dad. <laughs> no, my, my dad was DJing in the bar, and he came up to her, I guess after he was done, and said, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> and that, and I was like, that worked on you, mom? I was just going to say, that worked? <laughs> well, that's, that's pre-internet. Pickup uh, lines were, you know, not yeah. as accessible to the masses. Not everybody knew. <laughs> you didn't know everything you know, was corny. He got away with it because he was the, you know, the cool, suave radio cool DJ. Radio yeah. you know? DJ. So, He's like, I've heard you Famous in, the morning. in his town. But it's super funny because when Whenever my mom is in Buffalo, this was in Buffalo, New York. Mm. Um, whenever my mom is back in Buffalo and she meets someone that's around her age, she'll be like, "Hey, do you remember Bearman and Summers? The uh, like that was like the name of the the radio. Bearman. The the, uh, Bear the radio show, the okay. morning show for the hit radio station was called Bearman oh. and Summers. So it was my dad and then this other guy who's who went by Bearman on the was radio it, show. What okay. time of day was it? A morning show? Like morning, yeah, like so, on the way to work. Uh, didn't Bear you earlier? Bearman and Summers in the morning. Before yeah. we went live, didn't you say zero. you have a radio voice to jury? I did. This is oh, a much shit. more qualified a statement DJ. now. Yes, I know. I know statement. about a radio voice. My dad had a radio I voice. I should be a radio DJ. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. In a dying <laughs> But so every time my mom meets someone in Buff from Buffalo who's yeah. around her age, she's like, do you remember the morning show, Bear Man and Summers? And they're like, oh, yeah, I listen to that every, I used to listen to that every morning on my way to work. She'd be like, I married oh, Summers. And they'd be get, like, oh, what? Summers, the hot one? You didn't get the whole pickup line. I Your didn't get it. Oh, give you. me the whole oh. pickup line. I've been telling you wrong. Then he said... The universe unfolded just so we could meet. Ah, I forgot that wow. part. <laughs> he went hard. Wow. <laughs> that is. Summers woo. goes hard. <laughs> this is how I came to Morning be. Show. Oh, your, last name, your last name is Summers. He right. just went by his last name. Yeah. It kind of, okay, I took it as like a first name in the radio DJ like, spectrum. You're like the Mikey show. Yeah, I'm just yeah, thinking like yeah. Bearman and Summers. Like I don't yes. think Summers is his last name. I think like Summers is his radio name. Okay, no, makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Are they still together now? Uh, my dad passed away when I was in high school. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, songs. <laughs> songs. I don't want to <laughs> jump ahead. Going back to the yeah. songs. Yeah, I want to jump ahead. Okay. Yeah, we can circle back to that. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Where did I leave off? 
So I'm you at the were, church. You, you didn't like how the rigidity yeah, yes. and that you so felt you couldn't question. It was very, it was very structured, um, and I felt like I was. Uh, you know, there were certain things about the theology of that church that I didn't agree with, but I didn't feel like I could say anything about it because I didn't. I was like, you know, who am I to really know anyway? And um, yeah, this is the church where I work. I've accepted this job. I'm leading these people. It doesn't like. I don't want to be misrepresenting the church by saying things and you know so I just it just it, yeah. it became something where I didn't feel like I was a perfect fit at that church it's hard if and, you're like in the public eye in general yeah. and you're right. part but of you're the, literally the one standing there and that if they're very structured at. which structure and if you're in the church at all it's like there's always a debate between structure and no structure yeah and it's kind of like either one right. by itself is kind of extreme and it's like you can't but it really just do depends. It just depends how you're wired. Medium. You know, like yeah. I'm just not a structured person. And that yeah. was that was hard because I was I was putting myself in a very structured environment and I always wanted to be like I wish we could just do, I wish that I could you you know, get do a different song Montana. instead of like <laughs> doing the set that I planned. I wish that I could just be in the moment and, and go into a different yeah. song or, you know, just not. What I really wanted was to have the opportunity to get up on a Sunday morning or a Saturday night and say, like, guys, I've been going through a period of doubt and like, I don't, I'm just not feeling it tonight. Like I, I'm not going to pray because if I pray, it's just going to be this obligatory thing that I have to do. So, and I'd rather not do that. Like, I don't want to be insincere in my prayers. So Mm -hmm. like, what, how about you guys just like pray with each other or like, maybe you can pray for me so that I can lead you better, you know, but I didn't feel like I had. That's very loosey goosey for a a structured church. And I just didn't feel like I really had the ability to do that. And that, that was hard for me because I was wrestling with a lot of questions and a lot of doubt. Yeah. And um, things that I disagreed with in that church specifically that, that of course, I didn't feel like I could question from the right. stage. So, And you um, came in as in leadership kind yes. of, right? Yeah. That's I was really hired hard. on. Yeah. I did something sort of similar one time. Yeah. It's really hard when you weren't like a part of it and then you're like, this is my favorite place in the world. And then you became a leader right. there. It's yeah. really hard. You come as a leader and you're like have to adapt to. Yes. Right. And you're like, I don't even know if I'm agreeing with how we do this. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. So, well, they did offer to pay her a salary, which is huge for a church. We and love they were a salary. Very, and, and they, you know, they were very discerning when they hired me to make sure that I was on board. But it wasn't until after I was there for a little while that I started to question some of the things. Mm. So, like when I came on, yeah. I was like, "Yes, I, I agree with all of this theology. Like, I'm here. I'm 100 percent in." And then, you know, life yeah. happens. People change. People question. People doubt. And that happened to me. And I just didn't feel like I was in a place where I could embrace that or be. Um, given grace for that but I mean I I don't know I hate to say that because I know I would have received grace if I had but it just I just didn't feel like it wasn't comfortable it just wasn't comfortable and that's not why I left my husband and I left because we just wanted to move back down to Nashville but um Anyway, I was there for like the better part of a year. I was just spending most of my time on autopilot, like leading worship and and praying these prayers that didn't feel sincere because I I was going through so much doubt and so much turmoil inside of myself that I didn't feel like I could share. And I was just like, okay, like I just, I just need to get up and do this. I just have to say a prayer for this amount of time. So here I go. Um, And of course, like every time I would feel at my lowest, that would be a service where someone would come up to me afterward and be like, what you said in your prayer just really spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And, and so I know that like 
God was still using me even in the midst, like in spite of everything I was going through. And that's a really awesome thing. But um, when I left that church and moved back down to Nashville, I... I, I said this prayer. I, I remember I was driving. About when was when was this? This was April of 2017. Okay, so not that long ago. Not that long ago. It's only like six months before I moved here. <laughs> yeah, so like two and a half years ago. Hmm. Um, it was shortly after I moved back down to Nashville, and I was I just was praying in the car, and I was like, God, I I cannot pray another obligatory or insincere prayer to you ever again. Like it just feels so wrong, and. Um, so I, I haven't since then. <laughs> mm. I haven't let myself feel like coerced into praying when someone like asks me to. I'll be like, you know what? I, I'm actually not comfortable doing that right now. And so I, I'm kind of proud of myself that I've yeah, that's really embraced good. And that's that. tough, especially but, when everyone's like looking at you. I know, I know. But um, once I got once I left that church, I felt like I was finally in a place where I could separate because I wasn't getting paid to be engrossed in spirituality all the time. I was free to take a step back and say, okay, like I got to break down everything that I believe and figure out if, if these things that I believe are just because I've been taught to believe them or I've been in an environment with people who believe them, or if it's really that I believe them at my core. And, um, I started questioning all kinds of things like, you know, is the Bible really the word of God? Is Jesus the only, really the only way to get into heaven or however you want to phrase that? Um, does hell exist, you know? And then all the social issues that come with the Bible, um, just questioning all of it. And I got to a point where I was hamster wheeling so much in my head with all of these questions that didn't seem to have clear answers. And because I was doubting the Bible and I was doubting my own ability to um, discern truth, like I didn't feel like when I would pray, I didn't feel like I could trust what I was quote unquote hearing from God. I didn't feel like, like, how can I possibly hear from God? Like, how is this not just me telling myself what I want to hear? Um, so I didn't trust prayer and I didn't trust the Bible. I didn't trust myself. So I had nothing. I had nothing to lean on when it came to discerning what was true. And I just got to this really dark place where I was hamster wheeling in my head about all of these questions I didn't have answers to. And it was causing me this crippling anxiety. And I had to just completely take a step back. And so I stepped down from the worship team at the church that my husband and I go to in Nashville which is the Borderland Mission. It's a wonderful, wonderful church. But I was on the worship team there at the time, and I was so like, you went from I, worship team to worship team. Yes, but I was just like a part of the worship team. Mm. I wasn't leading it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I took a step down from that and then, and like avoided church for almost all of 2018. I just did just like any reason I could think of to not go. I did. I think I went like three times in all of 2018 because I just, it was... Hashtag triggering, <laughs> but really it was triggering. Like I would, I would step into the doors of the church, and and the, these praise songs would be praying, would be playing, and I would think like, I don't know if I believe in that verse that was just sung, and I can't sing that because it would be insincere if I did, and I just cannot be inauthentic anymore. I can't be unreal about my faith anymore. It's too hard. It feels wrong, and mm -hmm. so I just, it just went to a place where my faith was like barely even existed. And that was this major identity crisis because I joined my praise team when I was 12 
I was always a leader in the church for most of my life. And so taking a step back from that and that and and not even knowing what I believe as not even knowing if what I believe classifies me as a Christian anymore. Like there were things that I were questioning that I was questioning that were could be considered absolutely fundamental to the Christian faith. And so I was like, if I like, am I even a Christian anymore? I don't even know. And I'm not a leader in the church. I'm barely even going to church. So who am I? Like, what is my identity? And it was really hard. So, um, I have gone through that dark period and the fact that I'm able to talk about it without crying is a big deal. (laughs) Um, and I feel like I'm in a good place and I know what I believe now and I still consider myself a Christian. It just, I just define it differently than I did before. Um, and I'm comfortable with that and I'm comfortable talking about that. But, um, that song fault line that I played is all about my frustration with trying to discern what is true and, and realizing that I'm never really going to have all of the answers. I'm never going to know a hundred percent what is true about God and, and the universe and why we're all here. And so the imagery of me being a tree on a fault line is like, I am just on this shaky foundation where any question that comes in that rattles me, I'm just going to immediately just fall. Um, which is where I felt like I was for a long time. And then um, in the bridge of that song, like uh, the the meter changes and the mood totally changes, and then it goes into this uh, bridge that says, and slowly I crumble through cracks in foundations not built for what's rippling out. And that's just to say that like my faith was never really, really solid enough to handle the doubts I was having. And then... Um, Quickly, I tumble to find my salvation's made peace with this crippling doubt. And so that line is like the whole crux of, it just encapsulates everything that, that I've went to and where I feel like I've landed, which is I can have these doubts and I can, and they can be really strong and really present, but I still have the faith. Um, it's hard to explain, but like, the doubt's always going to be there and I can choose to believe. And that makes me in my eyes, that makes faith more beautiful because it's a choice more than just something that you have believed your whole life because you've been taught, you know? So I know that was a long rambling thing, but that's that's what fault line is about. I have so many um, questions. Okay. So many hit me. Okay. Question one uh, is more surface level. Does your mom know all that already? Yes. She know that whole story? Yes, she, she does. does. You're like a very, yeah. The first time that I shared that, it was actually also on a live stream. It was at Hidden Creek Studios in Bellevue. You're it's a really great them. studio. They have a live stream? There's another studio with a live stream? Jesus Christ, burn them to the ground. We're the only one. No, I was live streaming yeah. it. I had a gig there, and I was live streaming it. And it was my... Um, it wasn't my Pretty Kickstarter launch show, but it, it was shortly before the Kickstarter. But it was my first gig in Nashville after I came after I moved back, which was just this past June. Like I was avoiding playing live in Nashville because I just didn't know what to say. Yeah. Um, but once I started being honest about with people about the things that I was going through spiritually and really pursuing making these two EPs, I was like, okay, you know, I I really just 
have to be real with people about what I've been through because that's what this music is about. And I, I believe that this music can connect with people. And I've been right. I mean, I've, I've talked to so many people that I never would have expected when I first met them that they've gone through the same thing that I have. But mm -hmm. those people are everywhere. And I didn't know that until I started being honest about my experience. Hmm. So I, I'm just being really open about it now and that's great but so the first time that I opened up about all of this was at that gig at Hidden, Hidden Creek Studios back in June and I shared all of this and my mom was watching and she called me afterward and she was like I didn't know you were going through all of this like are you okay what do you believe now and we had this heart to heart and I just talked to her about all of it and, and she was really great and really understanding and um, yeah so nice yeah okay. so yes she knows <laughs> question two is that the evening part, or what was the e what is the evening of evening and morning? I yeah. mean, that, that sounds pretty evening. I feel like we just got the well, <laughs> yeah. Very, was that evening, evening, or was there? So oh, I no, it's a really good question because I actually it. debated yeah, I whether fault lines should go on evening or morning. Really? Mm -hmm. Yes, because morning is not necessarily about like tying everything up with this bow of positivity. Mm -hmm. It's more about like making peace with your demons and coming to new understandings and a new start. Yeah. So um, here's here's like kind of where I'm going a little bit. Well, yeah. well let me say, mm -hmm. uh, your mom posted a, a heartfelt comment in the chat. And I feel weird reading because it's heartfelt, but as you know, it's here. No. <laughs> read it in her mom's voice, please. Thank you. <laughs> let me read it. Oh, you're not gonna? <laughs> I'm not gonna read it. It's uh, personal. I mean, it's not like any personal information or anything. Everybody's seeing it. It's just nice. Yeah, everybody sees it. I just feel weird reading it out loud because all the yeah. comments I read out loud are are like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to share? Well, you, you don't have, have to. No, I'll, yeah. I'll leave it. I mean, it's, okay. just, it's, it's a nice it is. It is it's there all. for people to see. Yeah, it's a nice sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. If they're watching live. If you're watching yeah. the podcast, but I'm just the guy who's like, oh, this person said a ridiculous thing. You, know? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to read mom's nice comment. Okay, yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so... So it's a really compelling story. I am really like was really in interested in hearing the whole thing. When we got to the wrap-up, you wrapped up really quick. I feel like the very last end. Like, yeah. I heard like the whole, the trajectory and, and this whole thing, but there's a quick wrap up. Mm -hmm. And so there's either more to this to me, I'm guessing there's either more to this story, like, and then how I came to my new set of beliefs and this, all the stuff that happened, or you're still at, you're about where you just said, where like you went through all that stuff, the kind of like evening thing. And, and maybe you're like just at morning now. And that means we're kind of just, you've come to a new beginning and we don't actually really know where this story is going quite yet. Um, it's kind of Or both, you just wrapped it up weirdly. really quick because you're like, I've been talking a long time. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I guess there is a little bit more when like I started being <coughs> honest about what I was going through and opened up first to my small group at the church that my husband and I go to, Borderland Mission. Did, um, you, did you open up? Were you talking with your husband about this as you were going? I was not. I was okay. hiding it, like from everyone. And and that makes sense too. Yeah. Like especially if you have a, if you're in a marriage and and you're both spiritual. Yeah, and, you're like and it was so hard because like. We got to, when we got together, it was all about like we are centered on Jesus, like this is what our relationship is about. And, and you're having doubts, then you I feel started like having all of these fundamental doubts. If, yeah. I didn't worry that I was going to be rejected, I just didn't. Honestly, my biggest reason for hiding it from Chad was that 
I was afraid that once I opened up to him, that he would push me, that he would be like, okay, mm. like we can get through this. Everybody has doubts. Like, let's pray together. Let's sit down and read the Bible which together. The let's get back on track, which was absolutely not what I needed at that time. Hmm. And like, I really just needed to take a step back. Totally it was what like, I would have done if was, I was a husband. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, so come afraid. On, baby, we can get through this. That that was going to happen. Why does he and sound like me? a southern No, no, no. That's not him. That's me as a husband. Oh, <laughs> this is for my future wife out there. You're going to sound southern? That's what I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> come on, baby. We can get through and this. And the thing is, like, uh, so many, I'm sure so well, many Christians would things. say that that's what a husband should do, you know, but that it just really wasn't what I needed at that time. Like, it was causing, it was affecting my mental health. Like when I would try to pray or think about spirituality, it would cause me to like almost have a panic attack because I was so, I had so much anxiety about it. Like I really just needed to take a step away and I felt so much peace about that decision. And I was afraid that like Chad just wouldn't recognize that, but he did once I, once I finally did tell him about everything I was going through, he was perfect. He was incredible. He didn't push me at all. He was, this episode is now called. Don't doubt Chad. I'm pretty sure it's called <laughs> Emily Summers tried to kill Brad Paisley. I'm like 90% sure that's what the episode is called. That's, that's what we that spent the title. That yes. is a great clickbait title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so you open up to your small group first. Yeah. Is he in that small group? Is yes. he learning about yes. it at the same time? Yeah. And I'm then pissed we, if I'm your husband. Right? Like, I know. Why didn't you tell me about this? I've been dealing this for nine years, and you're no. like, ah, we've no. only even been married three. When were you going to mention? Sorry, no, go he 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 <laughs> knew that I was going through stuff, and I knew that he knew it just wasn't something that we had really sat down and talked about. Mm. And so when I opened up to my small group, I was like, he already knows this. We just haven't talked about it yet. So, so it was a um, nice. It was probably like a really good relief for him. He yes. was probably like. Yeah. Thank God you were finally t- sharing it, like addressing the elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I opened up to my small group and was just met with so much understanding and support. And um, that was the turning point for me because I, I like, you know, <laughs> the old saying, um, Can't teach the first step tricks. to That's correct. <laughs> the first step to I just picked a random old saying. <laughs> Go on. Like first the, step. The first step is admitting you have a problem, right? Yeah. And that just comes down to like once you've called something out and once you've been honest about what you're dealing with, it's so much easier to walk through it. And um, once I was honest with them and honest with myself about everything I was going through and was met with so much support and understanding, it just made it a lot, a lot easier. And so. Um, at that point, I just started to have more peace about it and was able to really start figuring out what specifically I believe, um, just stripping away everything that I've only ever believed because I was taught it and figuring out what do I actually believe in my core? What do I, what do I believe that I feel like I have a reason to believe? And, um, yeah. I. So we won't force you on the show to, like, Give your confession of your beliefs. No, no, no. But, yeah. <laughs> but my, my question, I guess my question for you is, do you, do you feel like that you're at a place now where you're like, and I know what I believe now? Or are you more in a place where you're like, you have settled on certain things or certain things you don't know and you're in the morning, mm-hmm. hey, call back hey. to the EP, like where you're now like, okay, we're moving forward in a new direction, seeing where this is going? Yeah. Yes. That I one. the yeah. second one. So 
I do still feel like I'm going through it, but I've realized that that's never going to change. I don't think I'm ever going to get up to a place where I feel like, okay, I've arrived. I know yeah. what my theology right. is. Which, which you probably shouldn't. Right. And right. so a lot of this is about realizing that yeah. we don't have the answers and we can choose to believe certain things and some things we will believe more firmly than others. Oh, but yeah. um, it's always going to be a journey of evolving and growing and learning. And that's how it should be. You know? Well, totally on that topic. I saw her a second ago. I think she's still here, but Karinsky, aka my sister and his wife, was just here a second ago. She's here. She okay, so she probably hears my voice. I remember so clearly, and I've told a lot of people this story, but never her. Oh, she's I about, can she's see her through the window. She's, she's coming in here for a second because she bought more ginger beer. Yeah. Because oh, we're almost out. <laughs> we are. Nice. We need ginger beer. The, uh, Corinne told me uh, many years ago we were driving, and I was probably. I must have been 1920, and I was working at a church, and she must have been, you know, 17, 18, two years younger. And she was like, how do you know what God's call for your life is? Like, how do you know what, like, you're supposed to do with your life? What's your thing? How do you know that? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, so she's my younger sister, obviously. And I was like, thinking to myself i gave her advice she's gonna walk through the door now it's gonna become weird i'm talking about a third person not you <laughs> did you bring pizza or is that your pizza it's not my pizza for the podcast listeners Kryn just entered the door with a puppy <laughs> so and she brought our puppy come here pupper oh wow okay I'm pause Emily. the story <laughs> um I'm, I'm gonna shut the door because there's a loud air conditioning going so the pod say something in the microphone gimli don't lick the microphone, here, <laughs> Everybody, this is the world premiere of Gimli on the podcast. I'm going to hold him right here, though, so he doesn't eat Gimli any cables. Cast. I brought yeah, more that ginger beer. really bad. Okay, you can't take her seat, though. Oh, I'm Emily now. <laughs> Hi, Emily. Yeah, I write lots of really good songs. I'm very witty, and I'm also really, like, well-spoken. And my name's Emily. <laughs> That's getting weird, though. Also... <laughs> Uh, if you've ever listened to the I'm show and you've heard the words Karinsky and you wondered who that was. Here she is. Here she is. Follow my sister. On, uh, Twitch. My wife. We talk about her almost every episode. So, yeah. Here she is. It's weird, isn't it? I'm famous. <laughs> Can we eat some of that pizza? Uh huh. I brought it for you. Oh, sorry, Mike. You're the best. But for real, though, you can't sit there. <laughs> I guess you can sit there I'm for a second. I'm keeping the seat warm. I guess you can sit, sit there, there for a second. Now. Yeah. So, uh,. I'm actually a professional seat warmer for famous people. Oh, wow. I get hired to do that. That's um, a really good uh, Famous people pass. don't like cold flankers. seats, so I got to keep them warm. Quinn, now that you're on our show, like, what, what do you want to say to the people? I love you. Follow me on Instagram. Still. And pictures of and follow Gimli on Instagram at Gimli the Dwarf Doggo. He probably has more followers than me at this point. He has probably. a You're lot not of active. great pictures. I'm not active at all. He's getting yeah, I'm at like Instagram. opportunities for po- partnerships every day. I call them partnerships, <laughs> like with a paw. Partnerships. I just thought you were like speaking bad. Partnerships. <laughs> He's a fancy dog. Is he really getting offers? Yeah. They're like. <laughs> all right. Inter- Get down here. Get out of here. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I great to see you, Crane. Thank you. I'm kidding. I love you. And a matching name. Look at, wow, Emily's with the cheetah print splats. Her name's no, not really Emily. Not Emily. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to lie. <laughs> I mean, I was pre- I was pretending to be you. Emily, you, I appreciate that. 
I also need to steal some of your drink. Yeah, yes. there. Go for it. Where is the? Is there any empty cups? The cups are outside. Oh. They're in the lounge. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, Corinne, while you're there, can you fill this up with ice? We're out of ice. You're the best and dump the ever. and dump the water. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> For the record, the best wife because she's getting nice and brought us ginger beer and pizza. And yes. pizza. Best part. Hey, you want a slice of pizza? Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Take this little guy. <laughs> Still got another song to sing at some point, so. Yeah, probably soon. Um, I like how you personify the pizza. I was in the middle of a story. Yes, go go back <laughs> to your story. I'm sorry. And then she walked through the door and ruined all. I took that so opportunity to pee because I really. It was had a great. It was really a great. You should time. follow him, Fox. Mm -hmm. It just felt weird to tell my sister the story about her rather than tell you the story about my sister, mm -hmm. <laughs> even though that shouldn't be true. Anyway, but because it related to your story, I was. It was like an anecdote related to you. Uh, so we're in the car and my sister was asking me, "How do you know like God's plan for your life?" And I remember, and I'm like, again, 1920. And I was working in youth ministry at the time, and I just remember, and I gave her some advice. I don't remember what it was, but I remember just thinking in my head, just being like, oh, I didn't say this, but like, I'm so glad that I know God's plan for my life. Mm. Like, I'm so glad that I know what I'm supposed to do with my life, and I'm doing that now, and I don't have to figure it out because but I could have. Detailing cars? No, the t well, it was youth ministry, right? <laughs> and I was dealing detailing cars at the same time, but like it was like youth ministry. That's the plan, and I was doing it, and we're great. We're here, we are, and I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I have that figured it out because I could imagine feeling really uncomfortable not knowing what the plan for my life is, but I know it, and I'm good. And um, and anyway, that's always fun to look back on because that all changed, and that's not what I do now, and. Um, <laughs> And, and uh, things have shifted a lot. And so it all comes back to what you were saying about coming to a certain place of comfortability with not 100% knowing. Mm -hmm. And you know certain things about God or you've settled on, at least for now, you've settled on certain things that you think about what God's probably like and mm -hmm. what's... This is the most religion we've ever talked on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this is the religion yeah. episode. And, and, and like what... What is my job or goal as a person? And, and, and you probably have some ideas and other things that you've just decided, like, okay, I don't really know that for now, and that's yeah. okay. But, but overall, like, it's just interesting. I think when we're – I think in general when you're young, like, it just seems like a really common trend that young people and especially, like, young Christians are – like, we tend to be pretty, like – black or white in our thinking. And it makes sense, like, brain science-wise, like, people don't develop the ability to have abstract thought till they're older. That's the mm -hmm. last thing to develop. So I think when we're children, we think very concretely. And so we think really specifically about, like, God is this, 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 this is my life, is this, 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 mm -hmm. this is right, this is wrong, this is... And we're taught those things, da, 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 da. Yeah, and then we're taught it and, it, and it literally matches our brain. And then as you get older and you're you adapt and you evolve and you, you change and realize certain things aren't so simple mm -hmm. and life's a little more complex and you come to a place of just a little more like mis like you're, you're saying you're explaining a, a story a, like a I think that is the process of growing up uh, to an mm -hmm. extent and like if you never do then you stay in a place of like you 
you, complacency and yeah just, watch i'm about to tie it okay. back all right you tie have back. that choice tie back, Ryan. are you gonna take the road to livingston or not <laughs> are you gonna take that road or are you gonna stay safe here in the museum and uh and a lot of people probably do stay like in their they're black and white thinking and they never get out of that place. But like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna leave your hometown, if you're gonna try something new, meet some new people, like you're gonna meet people who kind of contradict with what you thought and you have to broaden your thinking a little bit Mm -hmm. and ultimately come to a place of feeling comfortable with some level of not knowing and realizing I thought it this way before and now I think differently and that's okay. And anyway, <clears throat> but now you're in the morning. You're 27. You're in the morning of your life. So young. And so young. <laughs> miss those years. <laughs> <laughs> that was very Sam Tarly of you. I miss those years. <laughs> John Snow. <laughs> and, and now here you are, and um, and you're on Nashville 2.0, and I'm on Nashville 2.0 as and well. And you're on the Music Hideout. You've made it. I you have made, made it. You've done it. it You've done the thing. Here we are. Um, I'm on Nashville 2.0 as well. I went back home for my own reasons and came back for my own I'm reasons. I'm on Nashville 1.0. Yeah. I still haven't gone home yet. Yeah, you will, and you'll come back. It's <laughs> oh, wow. like we all do it. Gimli the yeah. dog has just barked into the show. <laughs> well, he's probably trapped. And uh, no, we have thanks, more ice for the thing. I Can you please, please, for the love of all God, shut that door when you leave. There's a loud air conditioning. And take Gimli with you. <laughs> he can't just hang out here. Gimli. <laughs> this is the puppy I hang out with after I get home from work. <laughs> but actually, and this sounds uh, strange for how we normally run the show, but it's actually time for another song. Oh, wow. It's been like 45 <laughs> minutes. All right. Right? Yeah. So, no, I think um, we talked through Faultline pretty well. Um, yeah, that was a very strong... The so, next song may not Gimli. get such a strong explanation. <laughs> well... But, um, <laughs> we'll see. No, it's not quite as... Uh, did she leave? And, oh, you're here. I was like, did you not take Gimli with you? Okay. <laughs> but not the case. As, as, as t- I just want to like put a bow on that. Like, As old people seem to tell us all the time, I'm sure you agree, Like, we're still young even though we feel old. I'm mm-hmm. so old. And... Uh, we're on Nashville 2.0, and sometimes it feels like, to me, it almost feels like I went through a certain phase of my life, and now, I don't know if this relates, I'm just having this metaphor right now, but it kind of feels like it goes along with how I felt for a while. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like turning 30, sort of felt like a, a boat, like if I had been on a long boat ride of the journey of my life, if that's my metaphor, mm-hmm. feels like the boat crashed. I got to 30 and I hadn't been married yet, which was like a goal that I weirdly subconsciously mm-hmm. had. Yeah. And then it meant a lot that it hadn't happened. And it, and anyway, there's other life things too, but it's like, it just feels like the boat of my life. At some point there was a shipwreck at around 30-ish. And then mm-hmm. I like woke up the next day on shore and it feels like, for a while after the boat crash, you're like circling around like, oh, what is life now? Mm-hmm. And it feels like the the boat ride was the point. I hope I, this makes sense. There's people following me. <laughs> we have had an, a, a little bit of Kraken. Whoa! I was shipwrecked because of the Kraken. And here I am walking on the shores of my new life being like, but the boat has crashed. And like 30 to 32 for me has been like, I guess I'll learn how to live on this island and then let, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I guess I'm 30 now. And I'm like, maybe you, this island's not so bad. So old. And yeah, I don't know if I would do if I was your we're age. We're so old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You'll be here soon in two like months, two buddy. Two months younger than him. <laughs> but maybe that's where you're tying it back to you. Maybe that's where you are with like 
the EP, the evening in the morning, and you're in the morning of your life now, and it's like, well, you're 27. I like I remember tw- I remember when I was your age, yeah. the tender age of twenty seven. That was half a decade ago. You old no, mother. no. Oh my god, it was. It was only five years. That's it's half a decade. That's that like going long. to high school. Yeah, yeah. That is five percent. Oh my god, one year, one year when I was graduating. Then it's one year less than going to Belmont, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not for some people. And so, in either case, it's like I remember being twenty seven. You feel like. I'm a full-on adult at this point, mm-hmm. and and you are, like, in every legal sense of the word, but, like, who knows what 10 years sure looks I'm like from now. Yeah. Will you I even refuse. still be friends with those Belmont friends? That's how it, that <laughs> yeah, those forever friends. Those yes, forever friends. I will. We'll we're checking see. back in. Every few years, we're going to message you. <laughs> hey, are still you still friends, friends with those people? I told you. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so well, what's what the next song? Playing this now, yeah. <laughs> All right, this next song is called How Long. How long? Um, how long? It's okay. going to be on the morning EP. Okay. Coming out in the spring. All right. Go for it whenever you're ready. Okay. <clears throat> Take a sip of bitter wine. Let it trickle down your throat. Tell yourself you're doing fine Button up your winter coat And if it's difficult to breathe in All that frigid air around you Tell yourself again the reasons They'd be better off without you Take another step toward the life You know you never wanted Whisper to the window, Lord, I wonder how We wait. How long? How long? Long must we pray? Ooh. Oh. of seven dreams of going up in space but by the time you reach 11 mama puts them in their place they all celebrate how far you've come and say with widened arms Watch out world, it's another golden child, another superstar Take one careful step toward the life you said you always wanted And one day you can join the world in singing How long, how long, long must we
yourself a million dollars, build that house by the riverside, travel all the world and realize you're still not satisfied. And we're back. <laughs> All right. So, you want to start us off with the where that song come from? Yeah. So, um, that song is it's again just like going back to my restlessness. Um, it just ties into like no matter what we have, we always want more. You know, we always feel like we're not there yet like we haven't quite arrived even if we've met certain goals in our life that um that we wanted to meet or like if at one point in my life I thought oh you know if I can just like live in Nashville and have a husband and a house and a dog then like I'll have arrived right Mm -hmm. but then once I have those things it's like I want more and a dog's um, pretty great though let me tell you my dog is amazing but um it's just that it's just about that universal feeling, you know, that no matter what we have, we're never really like satisfied. Maybe some people are. If you are, you're lucky. But I am... Or you just haven't found the thing that makes you unsatisfied yet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually I, I debated about that one about whether to put it on evening or morning as well. It definitely mm. has more of a somber feel to it, but um it could be on evening. Because it is about that restlessness and that uh, dissatisfaction. But um, I put it on morning because it is such a universal feeling. And because it is so, because everybody just understands that, it's comforting to me. Wait, to so me, you put it on evening? I thought you put it on morning. I put it on morning, yes. Oh, okay, sorry okay. if I misspoke. It could be on evening, but I decided to put it on morning because it the fact that it's a universal feeling gives me peace and gives me comfort. I'm able to say like, hey, this restlessness, this unsatisfaction exists and it's probably never gonna go away, but it's something that we all experience and I can recognize it and embrace it without letting that feeling control me. Like I can come back and be grateful for the things that I do have in my life and what I have done. without letting that restlessness overwhelm me. So that's that's kind of why I have it on morning instead of on evening, because it's just about how that feeling is so universal, and to me that gives me a lot of comfort. And here's a question for Miss Summers, which is what I'm calling your mom. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, Miss Summers? Am I saying that right? Mrs. You can always go with Ms. With I always Z. get confused with Miss, Ms., Mrs. I don't know no, the that's difference. That's what the MZ is for, is for when you don't know. Ms. Ms. Okay. Summers. Yeah, that's it's, the, the, it's the catch-all. Ms. Summers. Ms. Mm. Summers. Sure. Summers. <laughs> now you just sound drunk. Do we ever get over being this restless feeling? Do we become content as we grow older? Please share your wisdom. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Back to... Were you Miss Summers or Mrs. Summers? Well, no, you're not I because you have I'm, a husband. I, yeah, my legal name is Emily Wilmore. Mrs. Wilmore. Mrs. Wilmore, legally, yes. Is that your husband's last name? Mm-hmm. So no, legally, it's just some random one she picked. Well, <laughs> <up> <laughs> <the street. So laughs> what's your name? I'll take it. But you retained. Well, I just I, 
but you retained Summers because of the artist career. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the theater career too. Oh, we haven't yeah, gone so into you did that. theater as yes. well. We didn't talk about theater. Right? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Gosh, Part three. Tell so, us about theater. So you were involved in theater? Part three. No, theater? this actually really connects to everything. So I started, when I moved back to Nashville, you know, I had this huge identity crisis, all of these spiritual doubts. And then um, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to work in a church anymore. I don't. I wasn't writing because I was just feeling very discouraged about everything. I wasn't writing music. I've had a hard time having success in the Nashville music industry, so I just was discouraged in every aspect. Um, but, oh, did my mom share her wisdom? She did. Okay, she pause. Did. M- mom says, No, we don't ever get over that, which is why I believe that God created us for something greater than this life. Oh, very profound. Mm, yes. Thank you, Ms. No, there's Summers. actually there's a C.S. Lewis quote. That says, um, if we begin to, oh, what is it? If we discover a desire within us that nothing in this world can satisfy, we should wonder if perhaps we were created for another world. It's the C.S. Lewis quotation. So good at just like those little nuggets of wisdom. Anyway. Sounds like it came from, what was that alien book he had? Do you remember that? I don't know if you read it. I don't know if you read it. I don't know. He had a book, yeah, it was on another No, planet. I heard about it. I yeah, heard about I it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did like science another fiction. fiction novel, yeah. It was a science yeah. fiction novel, yeah, which was very outside of the yes. other stuff that he's done. That's all like screw tape letters yeah. and the mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I came back to Nashville and just, like, I didn't know what who I was or what I was doing. I didn't have any clear direction. Um, and so I started working for a nonprofit and Slavery Tennessee fights human trafficking. I'm still there. Um, and that was, like, that was my goal. I was like, okay, if I can't do music and I'm not working at churches, like, I need to pursue something that's bigger than myself. I need to help people. And I, my, my heart just broke for human trafficking victims. And so I started volunteering for End Slavery Tennessee. That turned into a job. Um, but when I started working at End Slavery Tennessee, I, it was a nine-to-five And prior to that, I was always working in churches or in restaurants. So I had my my work schedule was nights and weekends. And Mm -hmm. as I did theater growing up, like in high school, but I was never able to do it post high school because my jobs or class schedule just didn't allow me to do it. But then once I got this job at Enslavery Tennessee, I finally all my nights and weekends were open and I had a clear, steady schedule. So I was like, hey, I can do community theater. So like within a couple of weeks, I auditioned for Beauty and the Beast with the Circle Players and it's a community theater that rehearses in Madison. They perform at the Luby Theater in Metro Center, but um, got into that and it just like opened up this whole new world of theater for me. And I'm part? on, I was, I was what in the was ensemble. Okay. I was a dancing plate nice. and it was very fun. Um, I made some of my best friends uh, are in the theater community now and lifelong um, friends or I would like say so. Yes. Temporary friends. <laughs> lifelong, <laughs> lifelong friendships. You got a lot of faith in the strength of your friendship. Uh, hey, I am a loyal friend. I do not let my friends go easily. <laughs> but some of um, them are not so loyal. <laughs> yeah. Is this twist off? I need uh, some more. No, but we have more. a... I'm going to need some more of this. <laughs> um, as soon as you, like, question the veracity of your friendship, yeah. we're just like, mm, we're going to need some more ginger <laughs> beer. More, uh, I like your use of the word veracity. Ice. Thank you. I'm that's a, the second time I am tonight. A good and the fourth Here's time the this week. Though. I have some rum in there. Okay. But um, I is ginger beer alcoholic, I asked? No, it's not. Okay. I know some are not, but I Reach this one didn't say alcoholic or non-alcoholic. But usually they're not. Okay. The same. Okay. That's ginger good, beer is just like, it's like ginger ale, but tonight. way more ginger. Way more gingery. Yeah. Yes. It's really strong yeah. ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got back into theater, and and Beauty and the Beast was just like a fun thing that was uh, June of last year. Well, I mean, it's year. a tale as old as time. This is yes. an actual prop from the show Nashville. Oh really? Yeah. 
Interesting. Gifted to Ryan by Laurel. That's true. Laurel. Yeah. Our, old, yeah. um, Our old manager. Momager. Momager. <laughs> yeah. the band we are in. <laughs> by the way, I'm so disappointed that when I said Tales Old as Time, no one said Song as Old as Rhyme. Well, so, I'm sorry. This right. episode is now called Song as Old as Rhyme. You're more of an Aladdin no. kind of guy. <laughs> Dude, okay, this is a great tangent. I haven't thought of this in 10 years. <laughs> Jury went through a Disneyland phase. Not a phase. Disneyland is amazing. I love Disneyland. But you Disneyland f- or Disney World? Okay, first of all, world can, can go to hell. On the fact that you would even question that makes me doubt your character. Because <laughs> Disneyland is clearly superior. <laughs> okay. okay maybe I doubt your character, but Disneyland is clearly superior. Why would you think Disney World is better? Because that's what it sounded like. I was clarifying. Okay. What do you think? No, is we heard Disney World is better. <laughs> Well, I, I really can't say. I guess I haven't been to Disneyland since oh, so I was like know. four. So you but, don't know. Have you been but to I Disney have World been to Disneyland still? Tokyo, and that was not great. I've heard, that's, I've heard all the huh. all the other country ones are terrible, I've heard. I've it was bad. Huh. All day, and we went on five rides. We spent three hours huh. in line for Thunder well, Mountain. Well, that's miserable. It was not worth what? it. What? No, Thunder Mountain? It. Yeah, it was bad. Thunder Mountain is like a like a 30-minute wait max. Otherwise, it's yeah, not no, worth it. Yeah, no, it was three hours. Those Japanese people. I'll wait three hours. They love their Thunder Mountain. There's just so many of them. <laughs> oh my God. New episode. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese people, there's Maybe too many of them. This episode. No, by no. <laughs> you heard it here first. I think the name of this people episode of Tokyo. is Japs Love Thunder Mountain. Oh that is not the title of the episode. I don't want us to get banned. Edit, edit. No, I was in I was in Tokyo a couple of years ago and we went to Disneyland Tokyo and it was during the spring during like the school districts in Tokyo it was during their spring break and so all of the teenagers were at Disneyland Tokyo that week and we picked a very wow. bad day to go mm. so it was just extremely crowded wow but mm. well Disneyland <sighs> is delightful it's the best so he went it's through a phase than, it's not a phase he went through a I phase that's not the phase oh. the phase was right around um uh 2009 Jerry went through a phase where he would go to Disneyland oh, like a 17 lot. times in one year Wow. 17. Wow. I had a year past. Tell me, okay. I was and he say. went through a phase of, because we lived about two my hours wife used to away, work hour and a half. Cr- yeah, Corinne lived there. Before I knew her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just Although met her. Although she got us in together no, free one day. No, I had a year day. past. She got you in for free. Back then? Yeah, I, I think she pass. got you in free then. I had a year past. Didn't need it. I had a year past every year for like five years. Anyway, we had a day wow. off work and we just went to, did. anyway. So he went through a phase where... His goal was to get a picture with every single one of the princesses at Disneyland. I've never achieved it. I've gotten like four. Because the thing is, it's a little awkward. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going up to a random chick who's at her job playing a Disney princess. But to be fair, you did with four of them. I only did it it if I had a a girl with me who would take the picture, too. Because that made it okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're just the weird loner dude at Disneyland getting pictures with the princesses. You were going and taking pictures with all the princesses. Yeah, of course, you gotta. No, you don't. You gotta. I didn't. Well, you should have. Most people I've, haven't. I've only gotten a, four, like, a few of them. And I don't care about the new Disney princesses either. Just he, he'd bring me his phone and be like, look, I got a picture with I got, Jasmine. I, got, okay, I, hit, I, never, got, I Jasmine? never got Jasmine. I got Ariel. Ooh, that's hard because you really Sleepy care about Beauty. Aladdin. I got uh, Cinderella. Uh, that, who's, who's the other one I got? I mean, those, those are the big hits. You know I can't what I mean? tell if this sounds gay or rapey, the way you're saying this. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 
Um, and they're all pictures of my wife, except for the very first one, which is before we were married, when she was living in China. Which I, ha- I had a picture with uh, Susan and Michelle. With Eric. Uh, no, with Cinderella, I think. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I haven't thought about that in a long time because I'm in Disneyland because I don't live in Nashville. Disneyland's not an hour and a half drive. Yeah. I have a feeling you're always thinking about all the princesses you didn't I'm really not. With. <laughs> <laughs> I also want pictures with other characters too. That was just an easy metric to try to achieve. Sure. Did you, wait, so all did the you? Let me bring this back. Did you get Belle? Oh yeah, I, did, I think I, I did get Belle. So did you get, get Belle? Get Belle. Yes. Anyway, so you were in Beauty and the Beast. I okay. was in Beauty and so the Beast. Good back. I didn't get dancing plate though. I mean, if you want, I can like get my old costume. uh, We can work it out. We can take a picture together. That's getting super creepy. (laughs) Now I'm too old. That was ten years ago. You know what I mean? Now I'm old. You were a young man. It's more creepy now. I mean, yeah, you're just you're not wrong. Who doesn't have a princess phase when they're twenty three? Hanging out at Disneyland with some friends. You just gotta wait until you're like 75, and then you're just a charming old man. You know, a charming old man. Yes, just like oh, that sweet old guy. I'm definitely a get off my lawn asshole. Like not. (laughs) You could be that guy though. You could be like, well, hi there, little lady. Can I have a picture with you? And some futuristic bells, like robot bells. Robot bell. (laughs) Picture commencing. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely. (laughs) Disneyland doesn't hire real actresses anymore in the year 2050, right? Like they in the 50s, they're only going to hire robots. When we're old in the 50s, well, they don't need to hire them; they just build them. They build robots to do their will, unless they're AI, in which case, then they rebel and take over. It's a whole thing. Disneyland Disney burns to the ground. The and, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we've well, tangented you again. Fun fact. Yeah. Here we are continuing on the tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I heard from someone, which means you know that it's credible, um, <laughs> that Ursula... Oh, I super believe in somebody. Ursula, Ursula mm-hmm. was originally like written and thought of as being played by a man in drag. So, like... I could totally You could be sense. Ursula. Could you be, could just, like... I could totally be yeah. Ursula. I couldn't handle it. I, I could. <laughs> she's see too it. mean. I could see <laughs> Disney writers doing that, and then they're like, "Yeah, of course we have to actually make it a woman, but it's still gonna kind of look like a man." <laughs> that was so many years Speaking ago. Of I mean, Ursula, such a deep voice. The Kraken. The Kraken. Am I right? This episode's called The Kraken. Sponsored by. I'm pretty sure Kraken. it's yeah. called uh, Emily Summers tried to murder Brad Paisley. <laughs> Thank you for bringing That's us right. back. We need yeah. to keep that firmly in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, this. Did you know it's the Kraken getting increasingly is literally more yeah. serious? Did you know Emily the Kraken and aggressively tried to? murder. <laughs> Did you know the Kraken is no. literally America's holding a treasure. in his arms and trying to destroy That's it? That's your what shaky boat. Do. I didn't know that when I made my ship metaphor. This episode is spooky, this you guys. Is, yeah, this is real. This is a spooky episode, y'all. Yeah. Well, And I would call it the spooky episode, except it's called... It's Emily called Summers Emily tried. Summers stalks and aggressively plans <laughs> to murder Brad Paisley. Correct. That's right. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> You're no super doubt. into it. <laughs> we're going to get that cease and desist. Don't yeah. you worry. Yeah, we'll get we're, we're going for it. I'll, I'll call you guys when I get it. Like, we There's did only it, you guys. a few ways to become famous in this town. And one is trying to murder Brad Paisley. <laughs> what are the others? Wouldn't it be great if he was here and he was just like, like you can try, the- but you won't succeed. Yeah. Like, I'm a he's sneaky real bitch. good at it. And he like slides away into the darkness. <laughs> yeah. He's yes. like, I know that's how people try to get it in this town. I know. Yeah, I you just... can either get a, a billboard on Music Row or get a restraining order from Music Row. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Either They're one. Both there is both no is in between. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so 
theater. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I was in Beauty and the Beast. I yes. made lots of friends. It was wonderful. And then the next show that I auditioned for was same theater company. Um, they did If Then, which is a new musical. It starred Idina Menzel. Came out, I think it was like 2014, 2015. It was on Broadway. Um, and I got the starring role, the Idina Menzel Ooh. character. Oh, nice. And I had never been a lead in a musical before. Um, so this was like a dream come true for me. Yeah. Um, huge thing. Like I, it, it was like a three hour long show and I like never left the stage. So it was really? just, Not even yes. one time? I mean, sure. But, but I just like, there was not more than like four or five minutes that I was off the stage at any given time. Yeah. Um, so it was just, it was very cool and it really built up my confidence because I had never had a chance That's to. That's a whole new thing. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I had never, I had never sung like that before. I had never acted like that before. I didn't know that I was capable of doing what I did in that show until I did it. And so um, while I was performing in that show, people kept telling me they would come and see it and then they'd tell me afterward, like, you were so in your element. I kept hearing wow. that phrase, like, you were so That's in your element. Phrase. That's good phrase. And yeah. I kept thinking to myself, I mean, yeah, like, when I'm here, I feel. When I'm on stage performing in this show, I feel like I belong. I feel like I'm doing a really good job. And compare that to how I feel at work, which is like, I always have this anxiety. Like, I've got this administrative office job at End Slavery, Tennessee, and I'm so yeah. grateful for it. I, I really love it. But I, like, I'm not the, I'm not an administrative person. It's it's very challenging for me. And so when I'm there, it's um, it's hard. And I have this anxiety while I'm there. Like, oh, am I going to mess something up? Like, am mm. I forgetting about something? Do I need to order Post-it notes or something? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Did, did you know Leah is actually a massive fan of Post-it notes? Really? She hasn't told you? I am going to get you, Leah, I'm going to get you a pack of post-it notes and cover each one of them with gold stars. Oh my God. So that you can't even use them. It would, it would ruin the please functionality don't. of both the gold stars and the post-it notes. <laughs> she, please don't. She might die and instantly go to heaven. <laughs> we don't want to lose Leah. That would just be too much. Mm. Yeah, Belle is um, my wife's. My wife wants to do some theater. Yeah. And that Belle is her dream role eventually. It was my dream role. What? And Until, then I auditioned for yeah, Beauty and the Beast and I got a dancing plate and I was like, dang it. But the person who got Belle was wonderful. Cameron <laughs> Boyd. She goes to MTSU. But don't you kind of she's but, wonderful. Is she like but also a do you hire a little bit deep No, I don't. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't because I realized that like I am just not the Disney princess type. I mm. I prefer to play roles that are really real, which I learned through. Like fucking dancing plates? <laughs> yeah. Uh, through If Then. That was my I, first I, fuck of the night <laughs> and I Reserved it for dancing plates. That's a good choice. That's a good yeah, choice. Thank you. First it, it, it is. Dancing it is. Plates. Well, <laughs> fun fact: I mm-hmm. I sang one of my big songs in "If Then" was called "What the Fuck." <laughs> I had lots of. F-bombs. Will you sing it right now, though? Mm. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Stay the night. There's a chance it'll all be all right. There you go. There's a little taste of it. <laughs> a little tidbit. Little taste. A little taste. Yes. That wasn't nearly enough. Yeah, you almost right. one. And then <laughs> on the side of the stage, tell me more. Go ahead. <laughs> so I was Elizabeth in this show, big lead role. It really built up my confidence. Everyone kept telling me that I was in my element, and I was like, okay. I really should pursue this. And around that time is is the same point in my life. This was just last March. Just last March. 
um, around that same point is where I really started to make peace with where I was in my faith and feel comfortable talking about it. And so I was like, okay, you know, I really need to release these EPs that I've had in the back of my head for a while. I need to record them. I need to just really get back into my music and into my theater because that's where I belong. That's where I've always known that I belong, but I've been too nervous about really pursuing it. Um, so here we are. I made that decision, like that being in that show was a turning point for me. Um, and yeah, so now I'm working on these these EPs. I just did a successful Kickstarter and I am also currently playing Janet in the Rocky Horror Show. Ah, that's awesome. Yes, it opens October 18th at the, uh, the Circle Players, circleplayers.net. You can get tickets. Um, performs at the Luby Theater in Metro Center. When did so. you say it opens? What? October 18th. October. Where is Metro Center? Um, It's like... In the center of the metro area? Just Compared to downtown. I see we're going to musical theater like now. Like just north of downtown. Just north of downtown. You know how you look at the map and there's that loop? Like... Like, there's that inner circle of Nashville. Yeah. yeah Nashville's it's like the top of the inner circle of Nashville. Okay. Whoa. It sounds very important. The top of the inner circle. Yes. The top Metro of the center. inner circle. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a landmark. Is Probably it more towards like, like Rosa, the, Rosa oh, L. Parks you Boulevard? Know, Rosa you know Parks you music, yeah. music, uh, the Musicians Hall of Fame. You know how you can know where it is? Mm, Maybe. Not if you quite. just go ahead and like type it in your phone and then do what it says. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Wow. Go to hell. So great. <laughs> Metro Center, home of the Circle Players, and you can see that new episode. I'm doing my ra- my various your radio, radio voice, voices. Yes. Yeah, your radio it sounds a little bit like Quagmire from Family Guy. Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> You can see that new show. <clears throat> Only on Music Row Hideout do we go from yeah. church worship set to Quagmire. <laughs> I think you might be our first guest to know the name of the show. Yeah, no one ever knows about it. Like, what were we going again? Is it uh, where the fuck am I? <laughs> well, to be fair, this is probably also the most cohesive episode you've ever. Had. It's very cohesive. We have followed like a trend yeah, story. Yeah, we basically to... just told my entire life story. Yeah. So here we yeah. are. It's good to have a, a female to like balance our vibes <laughs> and kind of like bring just a cohesive message. Into yeah, the it's mix. been a while. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had a girl since Alyssa JC, maybe. Yeah, I think she was the last. Oh no, that means nothing to me. Oh, yeah. You don't know I don't know when Alyssa JC oh, well, was here. Here's what it means. Well, you don't know yesterday. Right? Alexander Wren. I do not. <laughs> of course. I don't know if Alyssa. That knows has been then. ascertained. She should. She must. Everyone knows Alex. Everyone knows Alex. <laughs> so the point is, other episode name. Um, you know, I've never done 1942 newscaster radio man on this show. Sure. That's one of my characters. Like a, like a. We're talking Roswell? Hey, Smitty, I got, a, I got a hot scoop on a... I think that's a detective, not a radio. <laughs> yeah, not bad, not bad. I got a you're big scoop on a hot blonde, and I need another sure. devil. <laughs> yeah, 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 the, yeah you're, in the, you're in the direction you're, you're, yeah, you're for sure. There, yeah. Hey there, folks, this is 1942 Newscaster Radio Man here for uh, another yes. scoop on America's radio. Here to tell you all about the cheers and jeers of America's public on the subject of our friend... Emily Summers. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. That's that decent. is pretty that's good. Decent. It was kind of 1942 Radio Man without without a script or without like mm-hmm. a clear defined path and a lot of cracking. Yeah, you brought yeah. up impressions earlier. What's that? Do you do some? Uh, do you have any? Can we hear them all? Oh, I shouldn't have said all it. Every them. single last one. So I have one. Okay. I have one, and I we almost brought it up earlier when we were talking about Beauty and the Beast because it is Celine Dion. Oh. I Specifically. Really, yes. 
Singing or talking? Because I don't. Singing. Okay, okay. good. Because I don't know, I don't know, know her talking voice, voice, but her singing yeah. voice is very iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, is it my heart uh, will go on? Um, I mean anything. Because it's the only song I know from her. I feel like. I don't know. I do. I do. My heart will go on, or Your I'll mom do. Mom Celine. I'm pretty sure before you even said that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Let's hear my heart She's will on go like on. A, like my heart will go on. <laughs> I don't know. There's well. There's hard. that's the way it is. My heart will go on. Beauty oh, and the I know beast. that's the way it is. That's the way it is. But my heart will go on is gonna hit my oh, 1998 heart real hard. Wait. And then there's the power there's of love, the, which was the first that's one. The only one is that's just the way it is, and that's not her. No, I know. And that's the way it is. That's the one. Yeah. Is that her? That's her. Okay. Cool. So I can I can vibe with that, but my heart will go on is getting That's hit. That's classic. That's every Titanic lover's that. heart. All or right. Anybody. Oh man, yeah. I'm not as good at my heart will go on. I believe in you. We believe. <sighs> okay, hold on. How does that even start? I know the chorus. How does it start? What's the verse? Uh, <laughs> Right. Okay. 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 Yes, that's the penny whistle. <laughs> that's one of the best penny whistle impressions I've heard on this show. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I practiced. <laughs> um, just in anticipation of this moment. Let's see. <clears throat> oh gosh. Here we go. Hard that this is usually not something I. Not, not Thank that. You. Never that. <laughs> God, I sound like you playing violin day three. <laughs> Full circle. All right. Now I usually need to like work into it. So here sure. we go. Get in the vibe. Um, yeah. What do you have to do to get in that vibe? Yeah, crack and pretend to like drown. Okay. I don't usually do this outside of karaoke, but here we are. <clears throat> Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you, that is how I know you go on. Far across the distance and spaces between us, you have come to show you go on. Near, far, wherever you are, I believe that their heart does go on. Come on, Celine. More, <laughs> yeah. You open the door, and I know that my heart will go on. <laughs> go on and on. It's perfect. Wow. Perfect. Wow. Spot on. Perfect. Wow. I, I thought Selena was here with us. Yeah. What was the other one? Yeah, Leah's clapping, clearly clapping through yeah. the window. What was the other one called? That's the way it is. That's the way or it the is. Or the power of love. That's What's your favorite? Oh, geez. Let's do the power of love because then we've got we've got the love going on in there. The love. Power of love. I kind of wanted to like. Uh, what do I compare? I wanted to. You can't play it on Twitch. We'll get muted. <laughs> no, 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 no. Power of love? Just yes, power? the power of love. I'm hearing a the. Maybe it's power of love. Why don't you just look up Celine yeah. Dion? The whispers in the morning I'm asleep in tired Are holding on like thunder now As I look in your eyes I hold on to your heart by day 
and feel each move you make. Your voice is warm and tender, a love that I could not forsake. Cause Ooh. I'm your Oh, I'm done. I'm Did done. you know you'd be no doing song. this tonight? Did you have any idea? I did not know. <laughs> to be fair, Leah gave you zero yes. information about this show, which <laughs> we determined before. You should have warned me. Emily, mm-hmm. they're going to make you do a Celine Dion impression. <laughs> no, I brought it on myself. I'm the one who brought Celine Dion up for the record. Right. Well, we're coming pretty close to our time, but there is um, there is a very important quote. Oh, my God. Dear God. Are people all about my Celine Dion? People love your Celine Dion. Ah! Hold up. Hold up. Hold, hold up. up. Okay, we're holding up. But then we have a very important question. Oh, I know. Are you going to accompany me right He's now? He's going to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so here for it. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Luna Spanner Levi. Thanks for coming to hang out. What song is this? That's the way it is? <laughs> here we go. When you want it the most, there's no easy way out. When you're ready to go and your heart's lifting down, don't give up on your faith. Love comes to those who believe it. And that's the way it is. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. That was the first on this show. That was the first. Yes. That was the first time we've approached Celine Dion Ryan with a ten foot pole on the piano. Everyone. Well, <laughs> Spammer Spam Levi says, "Whoa, she's good." <laughs> Thank you. That was the first on the show. It's the first time we've done. So, that. as Celine an expert Dion. on the topic, we would <laughs> like Celine to Dion? ask you. There was plenty of room for Kate to just hold on to Jack. Why did you have to let him go? Oh, okay. That's some bullshit. It It wasn't a full door. It was just the top of the door frame. It was pretty wide, though. And he tried to get on there, and then it didn't work, if you remember. That is true. People do forget he tried to get on. He tried to get on. It was wobbling, and they both started sinking. (laughs) You know what he could have done, though? Just... Kept holding on to the side as well, he, he was when they were talking. He did, but then he he, he died felt, of hypothermia. He yeah, no, his death. body was in. He died before she then, let him go. That's, you saying that, that's what happened? That is what happened. That is what I happened. Guess that makes sense. He, you literally saw him be frozen. No, he and died. Sink. He died, I, and I she was she what, fell asleep, now, and she's holding to be fair, her hand. I was ten. To be fair, I was ten. But what I thought I saw was him like, never mind. You haven't no, watched no, no, no. this movie in twenty-two years. Correct. To be fair, Ryan, probably this true is of a most, problem. Most people. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it. Titanic was such. A, did you see it in theaters? Were you old enough? Actually, I think enough? my family went to see it in a drive-in. Mom, if Whoa. you're still watching, please confirm. I mean, she is. She typed just a minute ago. Twenty-seven means five years younger than me, so you're only five. So that's you what and year did it come? no little. Do we, do we I don't know. Here? I was huh? born in 92. Well, I know it was 1998. I was okay. 10. Okay, I, I was six. those details very clearly. You were born in right. seven. I was in fifth grade. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I remember all those numbers. But um, the yeah. point is, is I saw it in theaters four times. It was such... Four times? Four times. Wow, as a 10-year-old? Yeah, a 10-year-old it was such a fact. This was your choice? My, uh, yeah, I was sister. I what saw it with my one? sister and my aunt one time. And I don't remember the rest. 
Corinne said she sees it five times. Oh, I only saw it. I mean, Luna, I've seen I the second half that. of it like at least 11 times just because of being to up late at your night. Accent. Your mom says, yes, it was a drive-in and you were asleep when it ended. I'm sure I was. You didn't even know Jack died. I have you seen had to the be movie told plenty later. of times. They didn't want to tell you. Then. When you the were five, the... they didn't want to tell you. You're all, what happened to Jack? So and you're I like, fell Jack asleep and, at the drive-in when I was mom, six. Okay. Your mom was like, wow. well, that Jack and Kate. That disqualifies me from having an opinion. Jack and Kate. They both um, survived that, and live happily ever after. <laughs> Exactly. I know I know Ms. Summers and she would say that. You know her okay. Yeah, at this point we're, we're BFFs. Yeah, she yeah, said no, you've been talking for you, all of like, two hours. One billion percent she is like she she's that kind of mom. Mm. She told you they lived happily ever after. And it wasn't until you were like seven that you found out the truth. Oh, seven. not until I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> the Two harsh, more harsh years. Truth. It's a long time. I don't know. I, I mean I probably when I watched it I probably had the uh scene with the foggy hand on the on the window. They're like, like what, what's happening? They're drawing over. pictures on the window. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, I only saw the made-for-TV she, version. She confirmed. She says, I told him it was a happy ending. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I fucking told you I know Miss Summers. See, Luna? She is cool. Oh, that's She's cool. so funny. <laughs> yeah, Titanic got a happy ending. <laughs> I don't remember that. This is 98, right? So two years later... You're not worried about Titanic anymore. It's Y2K now. Yes. You're all, everybody's freaking out. Oh, yeah. The world's about to end. It's about to be overcome and so by at that point, robots. Be like, oh, wait, no, that's yeah, today. slipped away into the night. That's mm. how your mom talks. Slipped away into the I don't think that's Slipped away talks. into the night. <laughs> I don't think anyone talks that way. With my southern church lady hands. <laughs> slipped away into the night. <laughs> Just like Brad Paisley after you tried to run him down with your car. That's true. Remember that time you tried to murder Brad Paisley? Oh, yeah. I sure do. Yeah. You sure are branding this episode. Very well done. <laughs> I um, really hope that's the actual title. I hope it, like, we, we can make that. I'm ready for it. There's like an 85% chance it's the title at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's solidly. It's, I'm super into okay, it. Okay, he usually makes the titles. I do. And I'm pretty sure that if, now that he's on if board, he can get 100%. me into it. Yeah, I mean, it really happens. is clickbait. You're not it wrong is. About it's that. Emily Summers attempts murder <laughs> on Brad Paisley. Dude, in first in Brad Daylight. Paisley, yes. like. There's like a premeditated a murderous in Nashville. <laughs> there's a 25% chance Brad Paisley hears this episode. He does listen to every episode. It's true. And I am only two degrees of separation away from Brad Paisley through that's Lance Van Dyke. You just like murder me, him. Just like me <laughs> right, and Kevin right. Bacon. One degree. One degree. Yeah. Oh. But we do have a question. What is Oh, I question? forgot all about this. How yes. could you forget about this? Question? We there, should have a theme song for this question. All right. Go for it. A theme song. For I don't have question. one off the top of my head. Is it a Celine Dion song? I could, I could, I could uh, come up with one. I could, I go, okay. I go. We'll, I come, go. Up, we'll come up with that off air. Because uh, here's the thing: we have one question that we ask every single guest. On All the right, show. I'm ready. Every single person we ask this question to. We've gotten good answers. We've gotten Gun bad answers. I will we've not gotten, give you a bad answer. We've gotten dumb answers. That's that's bold because you don't even know what the question is. I'm ready though. Okay. Are you writing the theme song, Ryan? I, I have a strong leading here. Am I here for the creation of the theme song for the be. question? Now, now we have an I intro song, but we don't have a question theme song mm. yet. Keep talking. Oh, but normally this is where I ask the question. Oh, I, wait, are we in a worship then. service? <laughs> That's the only time when there's music underneath talking. Yeah. <laughs> so if you felt... Uh, if well, you felt down. If you felt like I was... You were being spoken to today. <laughs> um, I, 
just want to invite you. Yeah. Yeah. Just without yeah. looking. With nobody looking around. <laughs> all, eyes, all eyes closed and all heads bowed. <laughs> It's so easy. It's so easy to make fun. Oh, it's sad. Oh, man. What's the question? So I can't reveal what this song Krinsky is. says stream's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> this song is very apropos. You just don't know it yet because you don't know the question. Stream is getting weird. <laughs> How long have we been live? Like two and a half hours? Is it, like what time is it? 9.30? Nice. All right. <laughs> I'm Ask waiting, a, waiting patiently. Thanks, Kurt. No, I, well, I, need, I need you for the question. We'll come back. We'll come back to this song, and it's gonna all make sense. Okay, it's come I'm together here. for everybody. Right. So, here, go on. Uh, if you had to choose, and you do, okay, and you do, okay. Now, now the thing is, the important thing to note, uh-huh, to prepare you, okay, I'm here, is this. This is an answer that can't come from here. And to the okay. podcast listeners, he's pointing to his head. Yes. It must come from And to here. the podcast listeners, he's pointing to his heart. <laughs> now, the thing is, everyone has an answer. But not everybody knows they not have an answer. Not everybody knows the answer. Okay. Not everybody. Okay. Okay. In fact, I would say, according to our probably as the leading researchers in this field. We are the leading researchers in this field that we invented. I would say a strong 99% of people don't know. They they don't know they have an answer. They don't know. But they do. You're in Cal... Hold on. Luna, you're in California. You guys are really good at stalling for this question. That's where we're from. She came in. She's new today. Luna. Me and Ryan are both from San Diego. Luna, you have a cool name. Did I tell you? I have a Luna story. Yeah, it's about this guy, Peter Sellers. When I think Luna, I think Love Good. Well, yeah, no, right. No, 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 Harry no. Potter went no, straight no, no, to that. No, 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 no. I'm sure everybody does. I'm I sorry, this Luna. guy named Peter. He was like a middle-aged man, and I went to his house, and he was supposed to give me a check for some video work I did for him, and then he uh, couldn't find his dog, and his dog's name was Luna. And oh. he was like, he was like Luna, Luna, Luna. And by the way, he's like a uh, 63-year-old Jewish man, the nicest man you've ever met in your entire life. He plays songs to old people. He's so sweet. And he's like, Luna, 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 where are you? Then he goes outside and he's like, Luna, Luna, (laughs) Luna, Luna, where the hell is my dog? And he comes inside. He's like, Ryan, where the hell is my dog? Luna, Luna, Luna. And he's running down the street. Luna, 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 where is my dog? And then he calls. He's like, hold on. And he calls his daughter. And you're just, like, waiting for a check. Who is older than me. Yeah, I'm just waiting for a check. Aww. And he calls his dog. And by the way, we're like a million-dollar house in uh, Del Mar or Rancho Santa Fe. Sure. Somewhere like fancy that, right? Yeah, okay. fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Luna, where's my dog? And he calls his daughter. And he's like, he's like, I don't know her name. Let's say Denise. Denise, have you seen my Denise. dog? Have you seen Luna? And he's like, well, uh-huh. You took her to the park? You guys are there now? Is you he having from Boston now? Okay. Are you? No, he really is. Oh, he is he literally is. from Boston. Oh, wow. well done, then, sir. Thank yes. you. <laughs> and he's all, he's all. Okay, you guys, are you guys coming home soon? <laughs> are you coming? Are you coming home for dinner? No, that's fine. Okay, well, I'll see you tomorrow, sweetheart. Okay, goodbye. Fucking people. Wow. <laughs> no joke. And I'm like, whoa, that's his daughter. He's talking about. He's like, she didn't even tell me. She took the dog. <laughs> oh my god. Funny story. So then he paid me, and we were fine. He found out Luna was okay. And uh, he paid me. I met multiple dogs named Luna. And I went on my way, 
and uh, found out later, I was telling this story to a mutual friend of ours, and he's like, well, this guy was Scottish. And he was like, you know, he's in the mob. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he was like, I, I'm not going to try to do the accent anymore. I've drinking too much to do a good job. But anyway, yeah. he said, although that should help you with the Scottish accent, shouldn't it? It probably should. <laughs> he's like, that guy's in the fucking mafia. He used to work. Um, I was about to do. I'm, I'm not gonna that was more accent. Irish. Nope, yeah, yeah, Irish. right. I can already you. tell. <laughs> what was this guy's name? Colin Klein. He used to work in the fucking mafia. That's anyway, good. That wow. was not bad. But he, uh, he's like that guy. Used to work as an insurance adjuster for the mafia. Uh, insurance adjuster. And when they, uh, insurance some people's he was paid house. off. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, they would. He's like. He was a scammer. Yeah. They'd fucking burn down a building, and he'd come in and he'd be like, oh, no, it was an accident. (laughs) Peter, he's like, Peter's daughter tried to marry somebody he didn't want, and he fucking tried to have the guy killed. And now, meanwhile, to me, Peter is, and by the way, this is his real name. (laughs) Well, you maybe shouldn't. It's just a first. Probably not. Probably not. But no one listens to our podcast. The cops are all listening right now. All right, they've spoken on our Peter. Move in, everyone. Move in. His first. Okay, how many people in the U.S. are named Peter? A million. Who live in Del Mar, a million dollar house, who are connected to the mafia, who's Jewish from Boston? One. Stop bringing in this up. <laughs> One guy. <laughs> the point is, anyway. Click he was, says, what the fuck? Edit this out. <laughs> he was the nicest old man. The nicest little old man who played songs for senior citizens. And uh, he fucking worked for the mob and was crazy. And I saw it when he's like, Luna, where's my dog? Where's my dog? <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> That's my Luna story. So, That's, anyway. Uh, so, that was a long story for like not a big payoff. What would you say? It <laughs> was a great was like, payoff. No. Maybe I didn't tell it good because I've been drinking Kraken. The payoff is first off, this guy was insane. And the second payoff well, was, was lost turns out a year later. Did he ever later, find his dog? I mean, well, she told you. In the beginning. Okay, you're right. The, yeah, his daughter park. had the dog. And that was the point. The point was, it was not a big deal. Here's what the story was. The daughter took the dog, but his reaction was insane. Like he lost like, his Almost like he's murdered a fool mind. before. Almost like he murdered Brad Paisley. You would yes. know. You tried. I know, I tried. <laughs> As a cohort of his. But then... <laughs> To me, this is just a weird moment where I'm like, the sweetest old man who plays songs for old folks had this weird moment where he was angry and it didn't make sense to me. And I found out a year later he was in the goddamn mafia. Wow. Wow. That was the payoff. I didn't do a good job because it focused too much on trying to do a good Scottish accent. accent. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that. Your Boston that. accent was good. Your Scottish was a little weird. Thank you. We have Scottish my dog, was really Brian. more Irish. And anyway, he's a nice guy. I um, Irish. He's a he's a nice guy, and the and um the and the point is that we have a very important question, and not everybody I, knows they have an answer. It's been like thirty minutes. I am ready for this <laughs> question. How good not we the are. longest it's been. Do you know how good we are at this question? We were we are the best in the world at this yeah, question. Yeah, this specific thing. Yeah, yeah. please ask this question. the best at this question. So here's the deal. If you had to choose. And, and, and you I do. do. And I do. <laughs> now, what I mean with a good answer is it must be quick. Okay, okay. okay. No okay, delays. Okay, okay. No, okay, okay. no delays. I'm here. From the heart. 
from the heart. If you had to choose. And you do. And you do. <laughs> what would you say? What would you say? Is your favorite kind of turtle. <laughs> Tortoise. That's not even a turtle. That's a whole different species. Scrapping turtle. Because they're badass. <laughs> Turtle. Do you know the song now? I don't, I don't know this song, no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> How many people say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? We've got two. 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 two people. Turtle, turtle power. Turtle power. Uh, no, sna- Snapping Turtle. Would pay I have off. a happy memory of a Snapping Turtle. Tell See, us. This is what yes. we say. This is what we say. We say no one knows they have an answer until they do, because everyone Remember? has a turtle story. You're right. You're so right. Okay, so... When I was, oh man, I have two turtle stories. <laughs> so I lived That's in good. Florida. Question. I lived in Florida for mm. almost four years when I was a kid. From like your seventh... mom said Russian tortoise. Oh. Whoa. Well, like that's the, because I she like has that one. Ms. Summers jumped in yeah. with an answer. Because I bought her one. She oh had a God. she had what? a tortoise when she was a kid named Patches. And is this the second turtle story or is this the third? This is a tortoise story. I'm going tortoises into the turtle whoa. story. Different. Tortoises lamb, are different. Lamb based. Yes. For he the knows. Podcast Jerry listeners, knows. I'm biting my fingernails with trepidation. Yes. <laughs> trepidation. I'm here for the vocab. Thank so, you. <laughs> no, we, um, she had a tortoise when she was a kid named Patches. And she always used to talk about this tortoise and how much she loved him. And so, for Christmas, like four or five years ago, I got her a tortoise. That's awesome. Yes. And super smart. Um, smart his name is Edgar. And he will probably outlive her, which means I will probably inherit yeah, they, him. Yeah, don't they live to be like 110 or something crazy? <laughs> I don't even but know. But he's going to outlive you, too. But he's a Russian <laughs> tortoise. your kids will inherit That's him. awesome. So, yeah. So, that's exciting. But this anyway. This is a multi-generation so, tortoise. Yeah. So, so, we lived in Florida for like three and a half years um, from when I was in like second grade through fifth grade. Okay. And... Within like the first week of us living there, we had a, um, there was a hurricane, Hurricane Irene. And I kind of remember that. <clears throat> really? Just was the that name. something that was in the news? Well, on the West Coast, Probably. we don't. We, we always hear On the, the West Coast, we well, hear I don't remember, that they I, exist, I don't remember Hurricane Irene one. being yeah, I've never particularly seen bad. Okay. But we lived on a Probably lake. Probably wasn't. It's just every time a hurricane happens, they the east like Florida tells the West Coast like the name. Florida and tells like, the West oh, Coast. Irene. <laughs> yeah, Florida's like, and we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> this <laughs> one's called Irene. And we're like, okay, Irene. We're, we're Hello, Irene. living here where it's perfect. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we remember the names. We never forget. Never forget. Okay. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag, Hashtag never elephants. Forget. So I remember forget. Irene. Okay. And lots of yes, other names. Yes, I'm on. sure you do. So we were there for Hurricane <laughs> Irene. I'm sure you remember. Um, <clears throat> I remember. She was a bad one. Oh, yeah. That was probably like October of like, I don't know. Obviously. 90, 97? 2000. 2000. Probably year 2000. That's, that's, that's Yeah. Right. That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I bet that was spot on. I bet it really was October of 2000. Somebody Google it and type it in chat, please. Mom, please <laughs> figure this out for us. Anyway, I love how my mom is such a big part of this podcast. I'm here for it. Yeah. So. We've ne- so big yeah, we've never had a mom be this like <laughs> central. This is very good. We have like wives and husbands and stuff. But, yeah. yeah, we like this. This is great. Um, so we were like driving down this main drag in Pembroke Pines, Florida, and there was this turtle that was that was like trying to get across the road, and it was during this hurricane. The poor thing was going to die. And my mom is such an animal lover, so I'm I'm sure that she was like. 
Wayne, we have to stop the car. We have to get the turtle. So we stopped the car and we got this turtle named Irene. And um, you named the turtle Irene. We named the turtle Irene after the hurricane. Correct. Yes, and we lived on a lake at the time. So we put her in our in our backyard by this tree, and she just sat around like eating lettuce for a few days. And then when the when the lake receded, she like went back into the lake. Went on her merry way. But I said snapping turtle because there was another time mm-hmm. that we rec- rescued a different turtle. Wow! Uh, that was also crossing the he road. Was a little turtle philanthropist. We were turtle rescuers. So is this the second? Wow, you turtle were close. Story? This was it the was second October. turtle. It was October, but it was ninety-nine. Nine. Ah, oh, I was one year off. October eleventh. Ah, so close. Thank you for figuring that out. Anyway, um, yeah, there was a different turtle that was also crossing the road that we also rescued a little later, and it was a snapping turtle. And I remember I was really afraid of it, but it was in the trunk of our car, and it, like, extended its neck down underneath the bottom of the Immediately before you said that, your mom typed, oh, my God, its neck. <laughs> it was so long. It extended its neck underneath the bottom of the chairs in the back seat and like went up and I remember it like looked at me and I was so terrified because I was like how is this turtle head looking at me when it's in the back seat of the, like the trunk of the car? How was this happening? I swear its neck was like 2 feet long. Damn. It was ridiculous, but I was impressed. Snapping turtles are dangerous too. I respected that turtle. Mm. (laughs) I respected the shit out of that turtle because it knew what was up. It did. It was there. (laughs) It had snappers. It was ready. So we rescued him. Hold on, hold on. Your mom said no. It was at her feet on the passenger side. No. That's what she said. It's your mom. You're disagreeing with your mom? Yes. She she probably knows better than you because you were a child, baby. You're a baby child. I was yeah, like... you were like seven. No, I was like ten at this point. You were born in 90... Okay, maybe I was like eight or nine. <laughs> what year were you born? 90 what? 92. 92. But early 92, February 5th. So you were eight. You were eight. It was the beginning of 92. The the wee hours of the 92. The <laughs> wee hours. And the 99. So you're seven. Your mom's what? Like 30 at this point? <laughs> three. She had me when she was three. Yeah. No, that, no, 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 no. She's That'd 30, that means 23. At that point, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she... Math! <laughs> Math, Emily. No. I'm going a little young. She said, yes, I got crazy. off How the road no. and put it at my feet. We she were was in the van so you could see it. Yes, your mom knows better because she was an adult. But also, Miss Summers, if you can confirm if you were 23-ish at the time, I just made it up. (laughs) (laughs) That would still mean she had me when she was 15. No, 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 no. If she had you at 23, so she was 30 when you were 7. No, she had me when she was like 31. What? Really? Yes. Well, that makes me feel better about myself as an old man. She said she was 40 at the time. Yes, so you that's what I said. Me, I said you tell me a 40-year-old woman doesn't remember better than a 7-year-old child hey. where the damn turtle was? <laughs> I'm on Miss Summer's side. I remember the turtle Next being week, we'll in the Ms. trunk Summers of the car. on the show. Yeah. Is she in, is <laughs> she in Pittsburgh? all the errors. Is she in Pittsburgh? Yes. We'll fly her out. And we're we, doing we we, Our podcast doesn't have that kind of budget. Scratch that. Scratch that. <laughs> it would be great if we had her on here so one no, day. That'd be amazing. 37. 37. I knew she was younger No, no. She said, she said, yes, I had Emily when I was 7. No. 37. <laughs> no, what? I know, Tad, but I wasn't going to say that because you're young. Uh, you were 32. A, a good, a, no, you were 31. You were 31. A friend of mine who, who watches the show um, also lives in Pittsburgh. I wasn't going to say that, but you outed yourself. 
outed myself. No, no, as no. If he outed, outed himself. As if it's something shameful. I mean, I'm not. Excuse me. Well, he's well, he's all he's from Lithuania, so not from Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's different. You know, he's a world traveler. Mm. Violin player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just digging your grave. It's not West Philadelphia born and raised, you know what I mean? Well, the playground is where I spend most of my days. <laughs> what is that? What are you doing? You said you, you were born when she was three. Yes. That was that you was playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on the violin. <laughs> day three. Day three. That when was your mom day took it away. version. Yeah. What, wait, what, was what she listening for that singing? part? Huh? What happened when I was singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? You were just screaming over there and we no, had no, 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 no idea. No, 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 no. Really I was playing it majestically <laughs> as a seven-year-old would play it on, pian- on, on violin. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone a lot of places in this episode. We have. I feel it's like we're been a good time. <laughs> it's been a good time. Right? Yeah. But as it, Music Row Hideout yeah, always I is. I always ask people after I'm Except like, sometimes so, when it's not that great. But mostly it's, it's amazing. Always, it's always been great. It's, it's mostly we've amazing. Had a couple of weird ones, but a couple. But mostly it's really good. Mm, like the like last this, episode. this is a really good one. It was a good yeah, one. We yeah, got deep, one. we got shallow. We got wide. Sure. Those are both the depths. Wide and near narrow. far. <laughs> That's true. Wherever you are. Wow. I believe. <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> <laughs> brought it back. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, good. That's nice, not a bad nice. impression. Yeah, it's Celine Dion. <laughs> Wait, I'm do that pro. again. No, it's a one-time. No, you do it, Jerry. It, it has some natural. I can't force it. Oh, sure you can. No, I just started. You gotta listen back if you want to hear me hum it. <laughs> it just comes to him. <laughs> the, no, the trick is that the trick is that you have to. Celine. The trick, if anyone's listening that wants to know how to do a good Celine Dion impression, mm. you just have to like pout your lips a little bit. While you're singing, and you have to put an R into every value. Yeah. There it is. You got it. Your mom would love to meet us, she says, when she comes into town on October 22nd for your show. She is. She's coming to Rocky Horror. Maybe we'll all go. Oh, wow. Maybe so. Maybe the whole show will go. The whole show. Music Ride Out Field Trip. You heard it here first, all listeners of this show. If you're available October 21st, first Music Ride Out Meetup. Twenty second, <laughs> Emily Summers' pr- uh, production of Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror. the Rocky Horror Which Show. If you've never the seen Rocky, Rocky Horror. Horror, you are in for a show because it's, it's gonna be it's really good. Fucking wild! <laughs> it's a I'm wild. very excited. I it's might have seen part of the movie. It's if awesome. I remember, it's very trans. Am I not wrong? Uh, it's very transy. I mean, sure, if you can like qualify levels of trans. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> level, what level would you say it is? Very is what you qualified it as. Yeah, yeah. if I don't right. remember, the main character is he is like, a sweet transvestite a trans- from transsexual so Transylvania. That is very. very. <laughs> if the main character is a super transvestite, sorry, sweetheart, and it's a horror show. That's very trans. You me. seem like a person who's never seen the Rocky Horror Picture show. Yeah, I I haven't seen the whole thing. No, it's, no, no, no. It's a lot. I think when I was, I remember when I've I was a little movie, kid. Mm. When I was a little kid, it was like a big deal. Like yeah. there's all these people. Yeah, who'd always because see you were born Halloween. in the '80s because you're old. As, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was born in the '80s because I have a sense of culture. I almost went like full gay. It was just like a bitch, but I can't say it as a straight man, so I'm gonna stop. Yeah, it's true. Otherwise, but, if you say that as a straight man, you are just an asshole. A piece of shit. But as a gay man, you can. But I'm not, so I can't. So, but 
When I was a kid, Rocky Horror Picture Show, I remember, was like the thing. Every Halloween, they'd be like, Rut, on the radio, like, this 91X and a Rocky Horror Picture Show is going to be on this That's week. perfect timing, too. Yeah. For, for sure. Um, it's a crazy But movie. yeah, I think the movie would play every Halloween, like little bits, but I never watched the whole thing. All I remember is like a guy, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a transvestite as much as it was like a guy in drag. Yeah. It was clearly yeah, a man is, acting like a woman. No, the thing is, like, you're trying to qualify it. It's you, just gotta, a, you just gotta watch the movie. Yeah, it's just a yeah, yeah. crazy. No, there's no way to. Uh, there's no way to put the Rocky Horror Show in a box. You it's do, its Tad, own for thing. Sure. We'll have you on it the show. I felt a little hurt that I was called a man who hasn't seen Rocky Horror Picture That's Show. That's how you're defined now. But I just realized it was by somebody who's literally in the play. So, I am in the show. Yes. As a but, super qualified but, expert of the show, you're saying you probably haven't seen it. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I well, did Well, no, I but to I be fair, That's fair, I didn't see it until uh, this last April. Mm-hmm. I had never seen it because I knew that this theater company, Circle Players, that I've worked with before, I knew that they were having, they had Rocky Horror coming up, and I knew that the director was, like, considering me to play Janet in Rocky Horror, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. I haven't even seen the movie. Let's watch it. And so my mom and I went to Florida for Easter weekend, and we decided to watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And my mom was, like, a part of the generation that made the Rocky Horror Picture Show as iconic as, as, as it, it was, is. Yeah. Yes, she mm. was like part of the generation mm. that developed all of those ridiculous call-outs and dancing and everything. So we watched it together, and uh, it was really fun. So, yeah, that was just mm. this past April, but that was the, the first time that I that I saw the show. So You shouldn't just watch the movie first. not judging that you haven't seen it. No, it's going to be crazy. Is Janet the main character? She is. She's the main character. There's kind of two. Yeah. I mean, the, the main main character is Frankenfurter. Mm. Frankenfurter. That's the man in drag. He plays... Okay. Um, uh, so it's played by uh, Barrett. But then there's the, the, the guy and the girl... Uh, Brad and I don't Janet. know the guy's name. Brad. Okay. Okay. Yes. I didn't know Brad the girl's name. Fair until you said it. I was like, that sounds familiar. Uh-huh. And what is the it's main long, song like for the, from this? The main song? Like the, the time biggest, warp. Time yeah. warp. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. How does that go? Let's do the time warp again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard it. Okay. Yeah, I know I have. I just it's been so long. I feel like. This is hitting such a part of my childhood that this is like <laughs> this is like touch, rock touch, touch, touch me is one of my favorite yes. songs. Who what? said that? Who said that? My wife. Your wife. Okay. My Corinne? sister. Yeah. Corinne, I get to sing that as Janet. I get to sing "Touch a Touch Me." <laughs> yes. And the man who plays Rocky Horror, who I sing that song about, mm. and two, is eighteen years old. No, maybe he's nineteen. Weird. I don't know. But yeah, I was. There's a person about that. named Rocky Horror. There is, yes. So, okay, so the premise is that (laughs) Frankenfurter, he has this lab, and he creates, he's basically like a mad scientist, and he creates a man named Rocky Horror. And okay. Yes. And so Rocky Horror is this like really buff dude who is just meant be. to satisfy Frankenfurter's every desire. desire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Was that anyway. an impression? No, that was just, it's, it's just what it is. That's how you have to say it when you're describing this movie. Desire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, 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 so Janet and crazy. Rocky have fun. And that's what the song Touch a Touch Touch Me is about. So from what I gather, this is a slightly spooky 
Halloween themed. Very overly sexualized. Over, yeah, I was going to say. But go in there. like a really campy way. Yeah, it's very campy. Yes. Very campy. Yes. Sexual, campy, weird, creepy, but funny. Yeah. Yeah. Super funny. Picture it's show. definitely a movie that doesn't <laughs> fit into another category. It does not fit into a thing. category. And it doesn't. Why, it's, 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 cult. it's so unique. It's yeah. this cult yes. classic. Yes. And everybody goes sees it Halloween. This yeah. is one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a really cool. Uh, okay, show to be so part drawing of. it back, when is the premiere of that show? October 18th. And when does it play to? Uh, to November 2nd, and we have two midnight showings. Oh, so that's going to be really fun. Halloween is Halloween one of them? No, Halloween. There's a showing at 7:30. And okay. there's a costume contest on Halloween. Oh, Ooh, we yes. should go to that. I so to come contest. on Halloween, bring your costume. It's gonna be great. I thought we were going with your mom on the 22nd. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the 22nd is on a Tuesday. So that might be rough. If you go on Tuesday, the 22nd, you can difficult. hang out with Come Ms. the Summers. following Thursday. So come the 24th, that Thursday night, we will have a show. <laughs> or Tuesday with mom. Yeah. No, there if won't people, be a Tuesday at show. At this point in the show, if you meet Miss Summers, you're a celebrity. Celebrity. <laughs> okay, By and and uh, when does your EP release? Are you still working on it now? Uh, yeah, I don't have a hard date. I wish I did. Are you but currently working on it, my, or is it done? Or? I'm currently working on it, yeah. So we've cool. tracked all of the guitar With Lance and Van all the Dyke, vocals. Lance Van Dyke hero is engineering. Of the world. Correct. He is a hero. Um, we've tracked all of the guitar, all of the bass and drums, all the vocals, all, or all the lead vocals. So we just have um, BGVs and strings Which left for to those track. outside of Nashville. Means background LA, vocals. Correct, yeah. Background vocals, BGVs. Um, I don't yeah. think people would know that. So we just have like the auxiliary stuff left yeah. to record. And we actually are saving some stuff for a cool event that we have on November 9th. That's Saturday. Really? Yeah. You're invited. Yeah. It's your birthday. Yeah. You get a free ticket. Oh. So Ooh. November 9th, and you can have a plus one. Maybe it'll be Ryan. Probably my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you have to choose. I'm hanging out alone at home, I guess. <laughs> you can yeah. have your dog. Can I come to the show? Yes, you can. And what is it? November 9th, we're having an exclusive event at the Castle Studios for um, our last recording session for the evening EP. Um, We'll be doing the very last finishing touches on the EP, and then we're going to celebrate with a bonfire party back behind the castle. There's a big hill. That's cool. um, With a bonfire. I kind of want to go. Do it. Yeah, I've I've recorded at the castle before, and it's a great place. If you've never been to the castle... It is a castle-ish looking place. It's all concrete or brick. Formerly owned by Al Pacino. Really? False. Cor- False. Mm. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out. I know you weren't born till '92, so you don't get it. That's fine. <laughs> it was owned by. It was not. <clears throat> okay, here's the real story. Oh, Who wow. you meant was Al Capone. Al Capone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Al Capone. Very different. Al Capone. Your mom knows a difference. Very ah. different people. Al Pacino, actor. He's We've great. had a lot. Of, you know this. Al you just had a lot of Al Capone. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Thank you. Not Thank you for actor. correcting me. Thank it was you. Not, Stone? Here's the thing. It was not owned by Al Capone. But I know why Wait, you would think crime? that because I kind of thought that too. Al Capone gave flowers to your grandma. That is a, a story our grandma told us. That, yes, oh. and it might be true. Not more. <laughs> more. <laughs> Different grandma. We'll okay. see you tomorrow. Let's go into this real quick. Al Capone. 
Step one, Al Capone was a gangster in the, I think, 30s, maybe 40s, too. Yes. The biggest gangster of all mm-hmm. like, from Chicago. Of all time. Yes. Yeah, Still, the best known day. gangster. That's okay. who I had in mind. I just had the wrong no, last no, no, no. name. Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. The greatest known mobster gangster of all, Al Capone. Correct. Okay. Mm. Now, to Corinne's point, when we visited our real grandma before she died, mm. Uh, Gay Poole. Her real name was Gay. Um, She told us that Al Capone gave her a orchid when she was an... She was an O'Carroll girl, which was a kind of dancer back in like... You know, like 50s line dancing? Sure. Like girls that... The girls that have like really short skirts and they kick their legs up in the air? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, name for that. one of the really famous groups of that was called the O'Carroll Girls in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and my grandma was one of them. And Alice. Alice oh, that's right. Alice Poole, gay for sh- short or in her middle? I don't know. Anyway. Corinne corrected you in chat. Thank you, Corinne. I forgot. I forgot that. I've met her like three times. Our real grandma. To me, my real grandma is my step-grandma, but whatever. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 Alice yeah, yeah. Gay Poole is I technically my meant, blood grandma. Ingrid. No, she didn't. Okay. That's very below Ingrid. But anyway, <laughs> Alice Gay Poole was given an orchid by Al Capone, the gangster. So she said, but she also dealt with mental illness, so who knows if it's true or not. Okay, back to Al Capone, gangster, 30s, 40s. He did not own the castle, but his accountant did. Well, Don't act dubious here. Well. I recorded the dude at the castle before you. You know Lance, so I'm I don't, not I don't questioning know Lance. you. But his, if his was, accountant owned uh, it, on. that means he owned it. But it's a yeah. great story. Okay, here's so here's it. But it's better than just his accountant owned it. Uh huh. So it was Al Capone's accountant. But they believe it's like accountant for right. the podcast listeners using strong air quotes, <laughs> and and it's like like one of his paid men and it was yeah. and people believed it was one of his secret hideouts uh-huh but it was like owned by somebody else mm-hmm. you know what i mean right. like right. kind of incognito i believe that yeah. and they say that under the castle are hidden bodies no no, no, no. <laughs> uh, more more things more things none of those things you said but other Dungeons. things uh, closer Murder passageways, passageways uh, that the castle studio had like hidden passageways to hide, and this is all prohibition times mm-hmm. because like a lot of gangsters came to power in that time because they're providing alcohol. Mm-hmm. So Al Capone, they say there are hidden passages under the castle recording studio, and it's it's like that prohibition era hidden passageways. Mm-hmm. The police are coming, but we're hiding our booze, and mm-hmm. maybe this was one of Al Capone's hideouts. That is what's said at the castle. Looks like a castle. In either case, today it is a world-class recording studio, formerly ran by this other guy. I won't even say his name. Back when I recorded there, it was ran by a different guy, but now it's ran by Lance, which I'm so excited about because he used to hang out here and have a room in my studio, and me and Lance work together, and he's the nicest guy in the he's world. so and great. so talented. Yeah. And he is working on your new CD, and yep. you guys are doing a party at the castle. I'm, like, slowly bringing it back. Yeah. Doing a November 9th. November 9th. Celebrating the last... And do people get to come in the castle and, like, see the studio? Yeah. So do we're they gonna get to do, watch you We're going to studio record? tour, and we're going to have everybody um, that's there. We're going to have everybody in the main part of the studio 
um, listening on headphones to what's going on. They, they'll be able to see yeah, Lance so in cool. the control room and then me doing vocals in the ISO booth and my violinist Jonathan playing violin and mandolin um, in the ISO I booth love that as well. Idea. So yeah, you'll be able to see what's going I'm so on, witness a whole recording studio session, celebrate the completion of the EP, and then we're going to go up behind the castle to do a bonfire. It's going to be really cool. And maybe cool. find cool. secret passageways. Maybe find secret and passageways. And Lance, if you're, Lance, if you're listening, I don't know if you're listening, but Lance... He listens if, every episode. If you li- <laughs> <laughs> Lance, did you get this idea from Mike Smith? Yes or no? You can text me. Okay, uh, I can say no on. because I had this idea. You had this idea? Oh. This was my idea. Independently? Independently. Do you know who Mike Smith is? I don't. Do you That's know a very this? common name. <laughs> Yeah, but also <laughs> a super um, well-known Nashville keyboardist. No, I did not. I had the idea you just had on it. my own, That's independently awesome. of anyone. That's awesome. Leah introduced me to Mike Smith. Now, I might be wrong about his name being Mike Smith. I haven't even met him. I've just been connected to him. Uh. Anyway, anyway. Okay, <laughs> oh, so original idea, not Lance's idea. November 9th. Yeah. So he didn't steal it. November 9th. But he did approve and it. And everybody is invited? Uh, we well, will have tickets. Everybody. We will have tickets for it. It was it was one of the rewards on Kickstarter. Okay, so oh, that's cool. can we yeah. buy a ticket or how do we buy it? She's having well, a free ticket. Everyone Ryan. who was who pledged, everyone who pledged seventy five dollars or more got got one. The ticket and a bunch of other stuff on Kickstarter. So we'll probably sell them for like. 50 bucks? I don't know. I haven't decided. She said I got a plus one, though. (laughs) So is it not available right now? We can't... No, you can't really buy tickets right now. But, like, if you're interested in going, just, like, Mm. send me a Facebook message or DM me on Instagram or whatever. um, Or TikTok. We'll we'll work it out. Are you on TikTok yet? No. What are you, 27? Oh. I'm like, come on, get on TikTok. I'm an old woman. I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> you old maid. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not a maid. She's married. Yeah. I don't know what a the, maid that's is. That's, that's the to me, maid is a card game. Yeah, haven't you heard there's, uh, what, there's, when you get married, you can have a first, or uh, what's what's it called? What's your lady, what's the girl called when you get married? You know, br- uh, no. maid of honor. Yes. Sure. And then, and then a matron of a honor. Matron of honor. Yes. Which is someone who's married. Mm-hmm. A maid of honor is supposed to be unmarried. And nobody, oh, is that? Follows, yeah. nobody follows that. Yeah. Oh, maid of honor, matron. I didn't yeah. realize there was a difference. So, yeah. we, okay. we, like in our wedding, okay. uh, Lonnie was a Lonnie ma- was the matron, matron of, of honor. honor. Okay. Yeah, that's what, that's mm-hmm. what they call it. That's why I learned that. It's funny how old things like did so much designation of people's status and shit. I know, right? Isn't that oh, weird? Your mom says she has Where to go, but she loves you. Drive safe. Mom, you've been watching for a solid two hours. That's three at this point. Yeah. Bye, Miss Summer. Well done. She hopes she didn't cramp your style. You didn't. No, you no. only made her style better. Oh, thank you. Her style was enhanced. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, we actually got a, uh, we're actually wrapping up it as well. No, but that's great. Now we that asked my mom's the turtle gone, question like nine hours yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. That's the one yeah. back yeah. our ending question. Yeah, mom's gone. Why are we even here? <laughs> now I can be honest about yeah. everything. Let's go on for another three hours. Yeah. <laughs> We've done it before. I hate Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm like, I, d- I used I all the- I was faking all of it. I used all my dro- uh, Kickstarter money on for crack. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> There's no record. November 9th is a big drug party. <laughs> I intentionally tried to kill Brad Paisley. We knew it! That's going in the Instagram clip, 100% guaranteed. And I've never been in any theater production ever. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Didn't it's, know all those things I can't you. believe we wrapped up and proved you were a scam. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, guys, known. for the people who are uh, didn't hear earlier, where can all the people find you? 
Not like in real you, life. Yeah. On the internet. Give me a <laughs> 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 You gave out your mom's phone just, number oh, earlier. Oh, I don't know. No, no, no. I gave out my You're mom's. a scam. And then you're all, all right, thanks, guys. <laughs> and here's where you can find this no, scam no, no. piece of shit. Do not disparage <laughs> no. me for giving out my mom's phone number. I gave out that my home weird. phone landline, right. which basically From only gets telemarketers now. So I'm sure which my mom would be very happy. Your mom labs in the basement. Your mom has that number. Right? Your mom will answer the phone. Yes, but it'd be so funny if she got blown up Everybody on the landline from people. Like- hold on, hold on. Yeah. Do you want to give the number out one more time? So yes. 412-835-6221. Call my mom. Call Louise's mom. <laughs> one more time because I want to do it. 412-835-6221. Call it. Yes. And put it on the speaker. Do it. We'll see what happens. Oh boy, here what we go. This show even We're gonna see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> this is not weird for us. This is normal. This is this is not. And, that weird and for what's us. funnier it's, is that it's an hour this. later in Pittsburgh, so it's like oh, ten no. forty-five. So there, she has to work at seven a.m. What are we doing? No, eleven oh nine. Eleven oh nine. It's not that late. She's not going to answer. She's sending us a voicemail. We'll see. Four one two. She's screening our Wait. calls. Hi, you've reached the Summers residence. No one's here to take your call It's right so now. true. <laughs> it's a real number. Is this her voice? Honest. Yeah, that's my mom. She has a very pretty voice, Miss Summers. Aw, did you hang up or are you leaving a voicemail? Well, I hung up. Oh, oh we should have left her voicemail. Did she go to bed already? Is she still watching? She just probably you suck it. No, she's probably in bed. This Still went to what? a whole different message. <laughs> what the hell was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. It went to, this is Becky Summers. I'm on a call right now. And her name's Becky. What? Yeah. Spam dialing. That went to busy. That means she's getting a lot of calls right now. Hilarious. The whole audience oh. is calling her. <laughs> it's going to be ringing all night. I don't know. This time I'm leaving a voice Yes, okay? because Music Girl Hideout is so turtles? popular. Yeah, thousands of people are yes. watching. Thousands. Billions. Maybe Billions. You know, Mom, someday when I we am like famous, 30 or 40 I'm going to do this, this again. I'm going to be like on stage at Madison Square Garden and I'm going to give out your okay, home phone number. Right it's going to finally convince you to get rid of your landline. At least more than one person was calling because the last time I got the busy. Hilarious. Hi, Ms. Summers. This is Ryan Poole from Music Girl Hideout. Um, it was so fun hanging out with your daughter tonight. She's so smart. You did a great job raising her. And I love that you... Taught her about turtles. And um, anyway, we don't have much more to say, but we, we are live on the air right now. And thank you for watching. And we hope you have and a great goodbye. entire life. You're awesome. Goodbye. A great entire life. I love that. A great entire life. So you can find life. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to find your mom. Yeah. You know Pittsburgh, where to find mom. her number. Yeah. You can find Everyone me. Everyone knows how to find Becky Summers, but no one knows how to find you. EmilySummersMusic.com is my website. Dot and EmilySummersMusic on Instagram or Facebook. Either one of those will take you to me. And um, yeah, just on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, it's Emily Summers. It's all the places. It's pretty self explanatory. Yep. All right. Yeah. So yeah, we always go out with playing a song off like Spotify or something. Uh huh. <clears throat> so we'll play a song. I guess well, you have a whole album on Spotify. You do. You what, have. What is your options. preferred song? You should play Wild. Wild. Yes. Okay. You hear that, Ryan? I heard it. If not, he'll hear it in a second. But anyways, guys, thanks as always for coming to hang out. You guys are all awesome. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back with a regular stream tomorrow. We're playing WoW Classic uh, 11, uh, noon tomorrow. Unless I wake up earlier. 
and uh, Overwatch if you guys want to join. And then next Friday, there is no Music or Hideout because myself and Karinsky23 are going to be in San Diego for TwitchCon, the convention. Uh, but we should be back the Friday after that with another episode of Music Girl Hideout. I don't know who our guest is then. I don't know if we have one planned. But we'll find one before then. I can just come back. We'll have yeah. another three-hour <laughs> we'll conversation. Have, we'll have Emily part two. <laughs> um, but as always, thanks guys for coming to hang out. And uh, Ryan, do you have the song ready? <laughs> and we will see y'all next time. <laughs>